To episode 92 of the Dark Insight podcast. It's the 27th of April 2018. I'm your host, Matt, and joining me is Charles. How you doing, sir? Not too bad. Sounds very excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. Coming through there. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're not just stopping there. I know, hang on to your seats here. That, whoa. Here he comes, Mr. Cliff Goldsmith. How you doing, sir? I am very good. It has been a hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) Just a few. Hasn't it just? just People are coming to terms with it at the moment. (laughs) 15 episodes, maybe. Wow. Has it been that many? Something like that, yeah. I've been at my new job for, what, three, four months now? Mm. wow yeah time flies yeah it's been a while that's going quick <laughs> it's been a while yep yep yeah it's been a while days. Good, to be back. good to be back glad to have you back sir show us mm. how it's done <laughs> look i know i know i know i was the episode one starter but i mean i'm, I'm <laughs> the least professional and useful on this show so <laughs> That's why I brought everyone else on board. <laughs> Ragtag bunch of podcasters. Just delegation. <laughs> uh, glad it? to have you back, mate. <laughs> but the fun just doesn't stop there. There's a fourth person with us, but this is a special guest. Um, and also, she's well known for not quitting, according to her name. It's uh, Rach, a uh, video editor at What Culture. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Um, Hi. Good. Hi. <laughs> See, more excitable. See, Charles, that's what you need to do. That's how, that's that's how you the, get it across. As I said before, it's the accent. <laughs> Everything Rach says is going to sound cooler than any of the rest of what we say. So <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. Fair point. But uh, no, thanks for joining us, Rach. Um, before we start and get on with the rest of the show, can you tell people sort of what your background is, what you get up to on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, I... Well, like you just said, I work at What Culture, which is a big uh, YouTube channel. Shout out to my boys. <laughs> um, I do video editing. And I have also started doing presenting, which is quite a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, so I do all that. That's what I do for a job, which is like the best job ever. Just saying. <laughs> um, I also do a lot of uh, Twitch streaming, which I guess is how you guys found me. Um, so yeah, I love Twitch. I stream like three or four times a week. Uh, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Nice. Nice. See, there's a lot of jealous people listening probably not right now at what you do. <laughs> Just to make you feel well, bitter about your job, even bitter, I'm a tax accountant. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot now, Rach. What's better, streaming or what culture? Oh. Uh, oh, well, do you know what? What culture does pay more? So, I mean, money, Fair is, play. money is good. Uh streaming though i can just do what i want mm. oh oh i don't know well, no that's fine no, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll leave it there because you know we don't want to you know 
cause problems for <laughs> <to> yourself. <laughs> but no, that's fine. Money, you know, money wins, but then you can be creative on the other side. No, that's cool. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, let's get into the uh, the main part of the show, which is obviously the weather, because yes. that's the important bit, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, Charles, what's the weather been like your way, mate? Uh, quite mild, even though we're going into autumn, winter. It's been uh, reasonably pleasant, which is good. It means I'm not getting rained on all the time. <laughs> it looks like rain today. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it simple this week. Sounds like someone's rained on your uh, your happiness, Charles. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Hold on. Just wake up. Just set my face. Wake myself up. I'm not trying to be. I'm yeah. actually okay in a good mood, but... <laughs> Just stick your head under a cold tap, was I did that already. <laughs> All my funniness and happiness was drained out with our pre-chat, pre-podcast chat. <laughs> yeah, we peaked too early. <laughs> you tired me out, guys. <laughs> but yeah it's... and it just sounds like you're looking out the window going oh it's just grey well it is actually it is grey today but it's too early to tell uh... I'll teach you some Scottish okay what you want to call that is drich 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 I can't do it <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Scottish <sighs> unfortunately <laughs> We just hunt for wild people. Nice. It's, going, it's going well over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just put it this way: it's good weather to hunt the, the wilder people. <laughs> <laughs> the wilder people. I'm dead. Right. I'm dead. <laughs> That's for you, Rach. Uh... <laughs> oh, Cliff, is is your weather a lot better? You know, bring some positivity back. To be fair, I don't really get to see the outside world. <laughs> the concrete jungle I, I just i just see bars and walls all day long now so you know what i mean honestly i i sometimes forget what the outside world looks like at the moment Genuinely. when you say bars you mean mm. with the drinking kind right <laughs> Metal, oh. Yeah, this is a, this is an intervention. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been spitting bars. Yeah, I was going to say you could hang with uh, Jake. Just freestyle rap career. Yeah. Oh, 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 could you imagine me doing that? Oh my lord, that would be absolutely <laughs> shocking. Uh, the people I right. work with. <laughs> What's all these young kids? We, you know, the the younger generation that we were talking about earlier. You know, with their on fleeks and and other cool phrases that they use. Do you know what's... So you can pick them up, write them down, you know, yeah. throw some bars. Do you know what's funny? I'm pretty sure on fleek is gone now. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, am I, am I, I'm probably yeah. past that now, yeah. I think it is, I'm that not sure though. 2009. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, what, what is, what's the 2018 word? Um, I don't know, I don't know. I would. I'm past it. Rach, have you got any 2018 words? Uh... Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have any 2018 words. <laughs> no, I, was be say, I was gonna say lit, but I think that was uh 2017. Oh, yeah, I think we're past that. Yeah, sorry, so we're pretty lit. good. Lit is gone, <laughs> right? Okay, um, Rach, what's uh, what's the weather like your way? Uh, it's been up and down actually. We had uh absolutely brilliant week last week 
and we all went to the the beer gardens after work, which was awesome. And then the weekend it rained, so yeah, it's up and down. <laughs> Very UKish weather there. That's how yeah. that's how we roll over here. But fine, it's, it sounds a bit more positive than looking at bars and the grey of um, <laughs> New Zealand at the moment. Um, oh my goodness, I've. I found a what? website that's got your parent guide to teen slang for 2018. <laughs> hey, yes. get it out. <laughs> goat. Can anyone tell me what goat means? Greatest of all time. Animal. Oh, I don't know that one. See, that's why I Google yeah. everything. <laughs> well, no, goat, goat was, um, that's LL Cool J years ago. Yeah. He did a song called well, Goat. Uh, it must have come back around again. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. It comes up there. It's retro. Yeah. Language, no? I'm weak. What's that? Oh, sh- said, I'm weak. What's that short for? I'm weak. I'm weak. You can't pick up heavy bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. No, apparently it means that was funny. Oh, okay. oh weak right, from laughter, okay. maybe? Yeah. Or oh, I'm weak, yeah. but I'm, man- I'm laughing at it so easily. Like, oh, well. We're learning. Oh, Hundo <laughs> is the new abbreviation of 100% when people, you know, people go the 100% when they agree with something or whatever. Hundo has been abbreviated. Yeah, hundo. hundo. Really? Does that really need shortening? Clearly it does. <laughs> the next right. section is titled Teen Slang Terms to Keep an Eye On. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a kid coming, oh, uh, coming Matt. To a team near you. <laughs> You've got a kid coming, you need to get on this website. Okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. (laughs) We we need to get out of this hole now, otherwise we're going to be stuck here all day. (laughs) I've closed the page. I apologise. It's shut. What are we talking about? Weather. Um, Yeah, my weather's been pretty good, actually, because I've been on holiday. Holiday in the UK. I know that's quite sad, but that's, you know, when you get older and you've got to pay for other things, you've got to just do local holiday so i've been down in uh, cornwall the last week or so it's a nice place yeah and it's been really nice actually it's been pretty much sunny all the way through apart from today when i came back which is great because it rains as i was leaving so it's trying to remind me that you're like yeah bugger off it was no it was sad you were going Matt's leaving yeah that's it it was like it's (laughs) no more rattler cider and uh, all the other things that i've been uh, partaking in, but no, it's been really nice. And actually, the good thing is, with having a week off, I've been able to play lots of games. Actually, which sounds really weird. Um, nice. And yeah, yeah, that's you know that's what we're here to do. So uh, yeah, so it's been sunny, and so to deal with the sun, I've been indoors <laughs> playing games most of the week. Uh, <laughs> Your PlayStation Ten. Uh, yeah, uh, well, no, I've, I've been, uh, I've, uh, I've uh, got this uh, console out. It's a bit of a retro one, Xbox One. I don't know if you heard of it. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's the console that I clearly don't mind get, it getting damaged as I travel. That's why I took it rather than the PS4. <laughs> like, come on, you. Come on over. Get in the car. What, me? You want to play me? I'm like, yes. So that's what I've been doing for the last week. Um, but yeah, that's the weather. <laughs> nice. So, right, let's uh, let's uh, get into the news, or unless you... I've got a final, weather. final weather report. <laughs> it's raining in Stardew Valley. How is it? Yeah, I went to wow. Rachel's uh, Twitch page, and you're hosting someone. Oh. Um, How <laughs> are you? Uh, What's their Sien name? Mew? What's their name? Mew? Oh, Cyan. Oh, she's lovely. Yeah. Shout out to Cyan. Um, <laughs> since she's playing Stardew Valley. 
and it's raining so it's brilliant when it rains in stardew because you've got more time to do other things <laughs> yeah you don't have to water the garden <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right. Now we can move on. Just a question: didn't, didn't I ban weather chat on here? Yeah, we. Uh, you haven't sure been here to enforce that rule. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> ridden, haven't I? I've been overridden. Yeah. <laughs> You've been dealing with oh, the no. real, the, the real criminals rather than us on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, no, didn't. Oh, because I remember when I banned that. Wasn't it like a week later that like you got all that mad weather and you'd thought you'd angered the weather? Exactly. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, so lame. Like, it it's so lame. That's funny. <laughs> Well, that's what I like to yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, now we could uh, you could have word, you know, twenty eighteen, you know, words, you know, every week. So we go right. What what words have you picked up this week? Keep our you listening. Know, and... <laughs> Keep everyone up to date with the cool kids. Yes, exactly. We can have it like a PowerPoint presentation, sort of like just reading it off the board and going and just like actually like the bit underneath how you pronounce it as well. On the The pronunciation (laughs) guide. That's the only one I know. That's why I I keep using that as an example. I don't know anymore. Um, And even then I had to look it up. But hey, we're learning. So (laughs) talking of learning, let's see what's going on in the news. Um, Hang on, in the the notes here, it's now Cassandra's News Corner. Is that what we're now officially calling it? (laughs) Apparently so. Yeah, she's just taking over the show. She's she's not even here. in all fairness, she did warn me in a tweet the other week when I was talking to her about her joining the show. She was like, I'm coming for your crown. <laughs> I said wow. to her, you can have it. It's covered in dust. I ain't even cleaned it for like a year now. You can have it. <laughs> um, if, if, you're it aware, floor, <laughs> if you're not aware, Rach, um, Cassandra just joined us as uh, Dark Inside host. What, last episode was the first one? No, ah, I think so. Yeah. Well, one was it? Yeah. One was a guest. One was a guest. Yeah, yeah. And then she came on as a host. She settled in uh, pretty quickly. Yep. <laughs> yes. Made a mark. Yep. <laughs> um, so, right. News. Yeah. News. Um, right. What's been going on? Uh, I think you debated. You put this one. Yeah, in. I can. I put them all in. What Bel- what been, what's been going on in Belgium? Um, they have decided that all video games are gambling. Well, most of the new AAA games, at least. And so they are getting banned, or the companies will be fined a lot of money. So the, mm-hmm. the ones in question, uh, FIFA 18, Overwatch, uh, Counter-Strike. I can't remember what the GO stands for. Go. Global Offensive. Uh, global offensive. There you go. Um, they are considered to be gambling and because they're a game of chance, and yeah, they'll be fined. Battlefront 2. It was loot boxes, in it? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I, I didn't say that, sorry. Um, <laughs> we all know I have ranted about loot boxes plenty of times. <laughs> Battlefront yeah, yeah. 2, which is, my which is interesting, because that's kind of the game who's kind of really kicked off this, this uh, snowball of gambling talk. Um, that, that avoided any... Um, slap on the hand because they removed all their loot boxes after mm. the the hassle they got. How convenient. Um, this was pretty bad though when it first released and it got a lot of backlash so they removed them. So they avoided being listed. Well, what is the... Um, they expressed their concern that it has on young... the effect it has on young people. Agree. 
Um, yeah, basically they'll be either to find up to 800,000 euros is the potential fine. Oh, also prison sentence, risk of prison sentence up to five so years. So that fine to EA is like uh, a couple of down the back of the sofa, really. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hold on, let me yeah. check the sofa. <laughs> Um, and it's unbelievable that, that Battlefield 2 has managed to avoid this by uh, well, Battlefront. Sorry, Battlefront. If I said Battle... Battlefront, Battlefront yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they, they, they can't really find them for saying that's gone now, can they? They've, they've no. obliterated everything, and all you can. They've got microtransactions back in there, but they're straight purchases, which I don't have a problem with as long as it's not loot mechanics. So, yeah, yeah. Microtransactions not as bad. Yeah, I I just didn't like the the, the gambling aesthetic with kids yeah, obviously having definitely. kids themselves. It's not, but if you if you're paying for something, can you get something directly in return? That's that, I don't see an issue with that, but it's just the the boxes. But yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, the same with the Shadow War because that recently got them removed as well, didn't it? Which is, yeah. I mean, it should never been there in the first place. I mean, that's ridiculous in a single player game. But um, well, especially yeah. it, it, it wrecked the um, yeah. The the system the, the system that made that game so special the loot boxes actually ruined it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yep, they, agree. They, yeah, they made the right choice in taking them out. Absolutely. Have to finish that game. Um, uh, Breach, have you got any thoughts that, on sorry? this? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's not re- irrelevant. Um, <laughs> I'm maybe the opposite side of the argument because I spend a ridiculous amount of money on overwatch loot boxes <laughs> i just um i really like it because it's like you, you don't have to but you can if you want to i think that is the perfect model and it's not pay to win either. would you prefer uh, I don't though it's gambling would you prefer if you could just buy that junk rat skin that you want it was the first name that came to my uh... head from overwatch i don't know if you play a character <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I'm not Junkrat, I'm a, I'm a Mercy main. Actually. I was gonna go Mercy. Yeah, my healer. <laughs> uh, or Lucio, Mercy or Lucio, you know, you gotta switch it up at some point. Fair enough. Um, but would you prefer if you could just buy the, get that new skin that you wanted? Uh, maybe, yeah. It's less <laughs> Is it just exciting. the thrill of it? Yeah, it's thrill, yeah, see, that's why it's yeah. gambling. That's, you're you, you're that hooked, is man. The point is that <laughs> that's is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> I, when it comes to adults, obviously, adults doing it, you're an adult, but it's when I feel that younger people have access to that. It, I, I feel it can get younger people used to that thrill of a, 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 a roulette machine. Mm-hmm. too young an age that's absolutely that's always been my issue with it because for adults it's it's down to you it's your money you do what you want with mm-hmm. it, do you know what i mean it just that was always my worry with it and obviously having kids that's not something i would like my kids to yeah get used to so i'm very clear with odin about stuff like that um he's been playing ways free to play mobiles type games but it's on the on the playstation and it's it's building cities and defending your your area and it's free to play you can play it but he wanted the speed saying oh he came to me and he goes here's my pocket money three dollars can you buy that i'm like odin there's no way i am spending money on this and i had to sit down and explain to him that it's just it will help you for like the next five minutes and then they'll be gone it's not worth um and that's a different type of microtransaction than than the loot boxes but i'm very clear with him uh, and trying to teach him not to 
to get to look yeah. at the addiction of it and yeah, get used to it because it comes normal for kids really quickly. So I think, yeah, as you say, especially in the mobile market, because that those games, the, the way those games are structured, they're built for that kind of transaction. Mm. Obviously, a lot of them are free to play, so they get all their money from sort of, oh, you've got eight hours for this chest to open. If you pay 20p or whatever, this crate will open now. It's just the way those games are built. And But at least with phones and stuff, you have that, lock on them and i think the, i think the consoles are getting better at parental controls like uh ps4 have just implemented a shed load of new parental control stuff which is really good yeah. kind of can help with that yeah. <clears throat> yeah it just made me sad that like my, my eight-year-old son is trying to give me his pocket money to to buy some gems in a, in a free-to-play game <laughs> and it was a good learning opportunity for him to, to for me to sit down and discuss mm. like the consequences and the, the reason why you spend money on games and so i went and bought him age of empires which is actually a really good city building <laughs> war game <laughs> um and so we've been playing age of empires together but i'll talk about that later cool um, nice very cool. and that was only four dollars yeah, so <laughs> uh, see i i'm i'm a bit i don't apologies if this has been discussed on the show before but i must admit i'm a bit concerned about skins and microtransactions in general putting aside the loot boxes and the randomness of it i just at times that i feel that what they charge and what they are going to get back on a particular microtransaction is often a lot more than what it would have cost to do in the first place so you know say let's use call of duty example or overwatch so they do a new skin for a character or a camo for a gun realistically how long does that take a designer to do to then how much they get from it. I what, what I mean is that if you, you could go onto one of these and spend, I don't know, you could buy 10 skins and say they're a couple of pound each, so 20 quid, and you think, well, not that much time has gone into making those in the first place, but for like, I don't know, 15 pounds, you could buy a whole expansion pack for like, I don't know, Witcher 3, Blood, you know, Blood and Wine or something like that, which has had hours and hundreds of hours put in into it to make it in the first place. I just yeah. think that, Unfortunately, we're now in this era where, you, you know, these these companies are sort of just churning out these little microtransactions, which, you know, to us is only a couple of pound or a couple of dollars, whatever. But, you know, if hundreds, thousands, you know, potentially millions of people are buying these things, then that's just easy money. And I know that's obviously how, the, how it works and it's all business, but I just think it's a real shame that that's sort of what's happening rather than the days where you go here you go have them you know here's a few new skins for your your guns or your characters just have them they're free what, you know and that's just you mean like what witcher 3 did yeah yeah perfect example witcher 3 where it goes here you go we're not going to charge for them here you know here's a an alternative costume you know they i think it was 16 different parts of dlc they gave that's away right, for nothing yeah. And yeah, you know, that you know, that's to me is the perfect way of doing it. Where you know, you char- they they put a lot of effort into a game. They then charge a you know a very reasonable amount for the two expansions, um, you know, which are hours and hours of content, and good content, not just you know rehashed content. And then they go here, have some free DLC as well. You know, our our designers are just churn these out at the same time. I don't know. I could be dismissing it. You know, as in maybe these skins and everything do take a lot of time therefore a lot of wages of the staff doing it but i just think i don't know it's almost easy money that is like because you can tell in certain games i mean i can't i'm not 
Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, I can't speak for Overwatch because I don't really play it, but I've seen it in games like Call of Duty where they're churning out new skins and you're thinking, that is like that one, but they've just changed the color on it. You know, it's like they've just got loaded up in Photoshop and just changed the color and go, there we go. Two pounds, please. At least the only good thing with skins is they are just cosmetic and yes. effect. It's when, I think, when they add microtransactions loot boxes, which then give people an advantage in gameplay and other people feel the necessity to spend all that money because I can't get that really, really good gun or whatever <laughs> unless I spend this money. And then that's when I feel it's definitely crossing a boundary. Yeah, pay to win is a big no. Yes, hmm. we can agree on that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think everyone's agreed on that. Really, it's just it's just getting it through to the developers, well, the publishers more than anything. Which it, it sort of is. It's just a shame it's having to come this way to do it. I, they have mm. they've sort of pushed it, pushed it, so pushed far, it, and yeah. now they're getting slapped on the wrist, and that's now what's causing it to where they, you know, they're having to reconsider their their actions and their tactics. But I suppose it's it's business, isn't it? You know, we're looking at it from the yeah. other perspective, aren't we, as gamers? Yeah. It's big business at the end of the day, and obviously the, these companies have got to please their shareholders. Like your companies like EA and stuff, they have to please shareholders, and shareholders just want to see dollar signs, don't they? So they have to do what they can, and then obviously they realise, oh, actually by doing that, we've actually lost a ton of money because their sales have been worse than the first Battlefront because of the the things they've implemented into it. So they've kind of realized their way and they also got a slap on the wrist from disney as well about it so yeah exactly i mean and i think what's what's also made a difference is the fact that a lot of these games that have implemented it have been quite poor in their in their the game itself i mean at least like with overwatch that you know i mean again i'm not a player of it as such but it's i know it's fundamentally a very good game at what it does so therefore people don't mind it because they think well at least you've made a good game but if you've had you know if you look at battlefront 2 which was no any better than battlefront 1 destiny 2 which was a disappointment overall as a game putting aside the fact that they've added mm. you know the uh, the eververse in it and things like that so it's you know people it, that's where people think well you're just taking the piss now aren't you ultimately <laughs> you know you've yeah, made a really no, half assed game and then you're adding microtransactions to it as well it's just you know, it's, the thing, as you say, people up. people don't mind putting money into their game like Overwatch because people who play Overwatch will put hours upon hours upon hours into that game, so they get a lot of value for their money. So they don't mind paying a few bits here and there to do some boxes mm. or whatever. But as you say, when you get in a game, you're like, <laughs> you're like, ugh. You don't spend much time with it, and they still want you to fork out. It's like, no, you're taking the mickey a bit here. But yeah, exactly. Well, things, things, things are on the horizon to change. So it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Cool. So uh, absolutely. Yes. Hopefully, we'll see the end of uh, certain loot boxes. Hopefully, <laughs> but that's that's obviously it's very different for everyone. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, anything anyone else wants to say before we move on? No. We put that to rest. <laughs> I think we have. Right, okay. Uh right, going from po some positive news to slightly negative news. Um Dark Souls remastered no! for the Switch has been delayed. No. So sad. Said, no. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. I had settled um, to get it for the Switch. I think that was the one I was gonna go for. Um but not now. Well, I will, but later. <laughs> 
<laughs> summer. We don't have a date. It's summer 18. So some, which is not my summer, your summer. <laughs> oh, thanks. That one. Uh, so we my winter. Have she said what the delay's for or what caused it? Uh, not that I know of. I just believe it's done by, it's been remastered by a different studio. Different dev. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do we know an answer, Cliff? Have you got an answer for us or can I speculate? Uh, it's nice speculation. Yeah. Okay. My, my thoughts are, is, um, well, yeah, it's obviously a different team, different hardware. And I, I wonder if the, the portability of it's going to play, um, tricks with the, the online capabilities of dark souls. Oh, I think we talked about mm. it or maybe with you, Cliff, the last time you were on, <laughs> it was announced. Um, <laughs> yeah. But how yeah, we did, I think. because the switch just goes into suspend mode easily, and what does that do when you are online? Because Dark Souls generally kicks you out of your game if you lose connection. I imagine it would be sort of the same as what happens with Splatoon 2. If you're in a lobby, for example, and you press the home button to look at your friends list or that, it disconnects you and you have to enter the lobby again. I imagine it'll be something like that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So every time you lose Wi-Fi connection on the Switch, um, you, you throw, throw them back to the menu, you get to the game, you get kicked out of your game. Which maybe they're trying to work... I, I thought so. Maybe trying to work around that. Or maybe the, the online stability. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, uh, uh, or Blight Town. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Go on. <laughs> Didn't um, I know? Obviously, I think it was the first one that if you disconnected it, it did boot you back to the menu. But didn't they in the second and third one? It just came up with a message saying you're not online anymore. So maybe that'll be all that happens. It might not be that bad. Well, the, well that's that's why maybe they're trying to work out because the yeah, the first one you did yeah. get kicked out. They're trying to solve that because playing handheld yeah, on the, obviously... the switch you always get disconnect if you walk around, if you're around the house it's always disconnecting from mm-hmm. wi-fi because they are implementing obviously uh ds3's um online system into into the dark souls one remaster aren't they yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you've got six player uh password matching and everything like that so i i think it just comes down to the fact that the team just needed a little more time to, to finish up what they were doing, mm-hmm. to be honest. I think yeah. it's as simple as that. And they didn't want to put it out <clears> and have some faults in it. They were better off just delaying it a little bit and saying, right, it's out when it's done because they're going to be working at a different rate because obviously they're two different teams, two different studios working on it. They was aiming for the same date, but obviously the Switch guys have got a little bit more to work with because obviously the hardware is completely different to say, your PlayStation, your Xbox, they're almost the same hardware, pretty much. So that mm. they've got a different job ahead of them and different exactly, obviously yeah. coming from docked into portable. They've got different stuff that they need to work out. And it doesn't surprise me that it's going to be a little bit later, but it's fine. I'd rather them put a little hold on it and make sure it's it, it's good to go. Agreed. But it's, it's fine. I'll just play it on the yeah. PlayStation 4. And then <laughs> yeah. come summer, <laughs> summer, hopefully it'll be out for the for the for pub season, and then I can play it in the pub garden. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Happy days, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's good that it's not delayed 
the other versions either. It's not like they've held them back to match whatever the Switch date's eventually going to be. It's still uh, mm. on for the May 25th at the moment. I mean, yeah, looking on the on the web, it, there's no real reason or no official reason. They've just put, due to the nature of causality, we must announce that the Switch version is going to be pushed back to the summer, uh, as well as the uh, Slayer of, Ost- of uh, Astora Amiibo as well. So there's getting pushed back as well, unfortunately. No. Uh, double no. Um, but, you know, like you said, they've got their reasons. And at least it's not silly. It's not like they said, oh, it's going to be, you know, mid-2019 yeah. or something. You know, at least it's only yeah. literally going to be a couple of months. And I'm sure we can wait. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So, no, it'll be worth it. And I think fair play to them. For at least they've come out and just said, yeah, we've got to put it back, rather than sort of it just not appearing all of a sudden. Um, but, Yeah. You know, I think that's the way it's going to be. Um, actually, talking to, I know we've not put it in the notes here, but talking to Dark Souls Remastered, have you seen about the what they're doing for PC players? Where the fact that they're going to get it half price, sort of, if you already own it, yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts yeah. on that? My thoughts are, in general, don't anyone, they already have the remastered version? Because like PC can just mod it to the Wazoo and make it look super fancy. Well, that's the prop. That's <laughs> what people are saying because obviously at the moment you've got where they released it on the PC. I mean, admittedly um, from software did say at the time that they're not PC developers. They, I think they did struggle at the time when they realized they had to bring it out on the PC. Then obviously what they've done is then they didn't really do much with it. And then obviously it took that guy who made that DS fix mod to unlock the frame rate, et cetera, and obviously mm. pretty it up. And then now we've got a situation where they're now doing what they should have done back in the day and now they're charging for it um and obviously if you yes if you own it you get it for half price so i think it's going to be 20 dollars or 20 pounds depending on where you are um as opposed to the 40 um but you're paying almost you know 20 dollars or pounds for a patch basically which obviously is annoying a few people which i can understand because obviously we've seen it with other games i mean i think wasn't it with um skyrim on the pc when they released the you know when they remastered it for the ps4 and xbox one i think if you had the pc version you just got the new patch for free you know whereas obviously they didn't they're charging for it it's a bit of a i don't know a bit of a controversial one really well how come we have to pay for it why can't we just get a replacement disc in the mail mm. Mm. well that's the thing it's like, I don't know. I, 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 at, yeah. at the end of the day, these guys have worked. The, the, the devs have worked hard redoing this. It's it, it may seem as simple as oh, they, it's just an upscale version. But don't forget they're adding all the background, the, the, the password matching, obviously yeah. the new internet side. So how much better is the? You, you remember how Dark Souls One was trying to get it online, <laughs> trying to find <laughs> yeah. This time, password in, bop, we know how well that works. That's going to be a game changer for co-op, co-oping and stuff, you know. And it's not like they've just done some textures. They have put hard work yeah, into exactly. it. So, and for them, I think it's good that they've gone, right, okay, because it's sort of similar to the other version you've had. We'll do it half price because you've already got, like, the texture work and stuff on a DS mm. fix or whatever. But this other stuff you can't get on that version. So I, I kind of think it's fair to to be honest. Yes, so we're not getting it at half price. Although it is cheaper than a normal release game, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's cheaper. It's like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think in the UK, it's like 25, 28 quid. Yeah. It's not yeah, about 28 quid, yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's good. I mean, like I said, I agree with you, Cliff. I don't think it's a bad thing. They could have just charged full price for it or, you know, they. I don't think it's terrible. But I suppose I can understand the people that 
the PC players that were a bit annoyed, you know, years ago where it's just been left to not really just to fester really, where they've not really patched it properly. I can understand that, but you know, it's years ago and, and ultimately, you know, for the sake of 20 pounds or $20, I know money's relative, but it's, you know, you're going to get a brand new experience of this game and it will be worth, you know, and you'll get hours of fun. So it's worth it. And like you said, you know, time has to go into this Mm -hmm. for them to actually get it to this state. Right. You streamed Dark Souls, didn't you? Oh, I love Dark Souls. (laughs) What, um, what system do you think you're going to be? Will it, will you be PC or one of the other Um, systems? I'm getting the new one on PS4 uh, and then later on Switch. I don't know if I'll bother with PC. Um, I probably will get PC as well, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, just admit it. (laughs) Oh, I just, I have various friends who are all getting it for different things and I'm just like, sun bros? (laughs) That's your problem, you've got friends. It's a a hard burden, but I paid it well. (laughs) Charles, cool. you just need to change your time zone. That's what, that's what the problem is. You need to get your time zone and change it a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a chat to the Prime Minister. We'll change our day to night. Everyone go to work at night time. Have a word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait to play Dark Souls 1 again, especially because obviously I, I've got it on the Pro 4K 60 FPS. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. It's going to look. Um, did you see the when it, the announcement happened about the delay? People were like, mm. um, Blight Town wins or Blight Town won. <laughs> Nintendo Switch zero. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's the, that's the real reason. <laughs> well, no, they had footage of it, didn't they? Of Blight Town. You could actually, some people could run around Blight Town at uh, some convention on the Switch and it was oh, okay. apparently running fine yeah. yeah it was just funny because that if anything was going to be the problem i could imagine the frame rate in blight town being that problem <laughs> but yeah <laughs> good old blight town <laughs> well that was one of the first things that came out when they started showing previews people were like but but what about blight town that's all that people cared about mm-hmm. wasn't it <laughs> but it's no but it's going to make such a difference in it having to not it having it grinding your uh, screen down to halt. But no, I see, see I, can't, I can't believe how, how soon it's going to be. We're, what, we're less than a month away from it now on the, uh, the main. It's scary. But uh, actually, I tell you what's, what's quite cool as well. I know this is, this is really OCD, but I can't wait to get it on the PS4 so it can go with the rest of the Dark Souls and Bloodborne <laughs> on my shelf. And have, you oh, know, the shelf. Three. <laughs> exactly. Then all we need to do is get them to do you know, Demon Souls remastered, you know, because it'd be rude not to. And then we can have the full set. Yeah, there's lots of discussion happening again Listen. about that. There's people doing articles saying it's about time and whatnot. But again, I think there's other issues. Yes. Oh, yes. There's more. That's more from a legal and behind the scenes, you know, deals inside yeah, the things, yeah. isn't it, really? So, yeah. We'll see. Uh, right. Okay. So I think we're carrying on the switch um, where people have been hacking it. Yeah. The, who's, been, who's been hacking it? I don't know. But some people, I don't know. How... Was it me? It's, um, sure? it's, it's the console hackers yeah. fail overflow. Again, that sounds like a 2018 word, doesn't it? <laughs> like where you, I know you've been, you've just been dumped. Oh, that was major fail overflow. Oh, I think you just made up <laughs> um, a new kid word. You, like yeah. young person word. Yeah. 
No, yeah, that, that's what I I'm thinking. think it sounds like a bit of a, a medical issue, if you are. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the test results. You've got fail overflow of the bladder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sounds pretty bad. Ah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this, these console hacker team aren't listening to the show because we're just mocking their name. Like, we, <laughs> we spent hours coming up with that name. Um, but, yeah, basically they've, uh, they've hacked the Switch by... Uh, finding a bug in the uh, NVIDIA Tigra X1 processor that powers the Switch. Yeah, they've, so, um, they've got a... It's a hard, hardware-based one. They've got a face north. When the sun is at 45-degree angles, holding down the, the <laughs> volume button while making a funny face, and it, it does some funny hacky stuff. What? Is that is that genuine? No, I don't know. It's it's it's. Vade is part of part of their team, really. <laughs> he was one that found it. <laughs> it, it what, they let the others take the praise. I can't remember what it is, but it's yeah, it's it's a hardware hack where they they bypass something in the chip by holding doing a button combination. I don't know. It's weird. I, well, okay. Um, yeah, and it's unpatchable apparently, from what I've heard. Yeah, because it's hard. If, it, if it's a hard, it's hard, hard if it's hardware breaks, mm. yeah, it's, yeah, we can't. Damn. What does it do? It, may, it basically means you can run homebrew code on, you know, so pirate games. Yeah, that's that, games. Yeah. that's potentially what it's going to lead to. Very not. Yeah, it's the uh, it, it's the the old Tigra boot boot rom bug. You know, I mean, I know you guys all knew that, but that's, uh, yeah, that's what they've uh, <laughs> they found. It's, uh, yeah, that said, the Tigra boot room, but boot rom bug is so obvious that multiple people have independently discovered it by now. At best, a release by other homebrew teams is inevitable, whilst at worst, a certain piracy mod chip team might make the first move. So, yeah, so people are going to jump on that pirate bandwagon or that pirate ship. Probably more appropriate. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going to happen so uh, yeah i mean it's it's i, I feel so, i feel sorry for nintendo a bit because i know i think i've said this on the show previously but i always feel sorry for them a bit because they they're always a bit behind the times when it comes to tech you know like the their sort of online situation and and i mean is it is it true because i've got my switch yet i'm about to buy one but is it true that you can't back up your saves yet on it is that right nope nope <sighs> and nope yeah, that's that's scary. Terrifying. That's... Yeah, 140 hours of Zelda. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I just seen mine in as well. I was a bit nervous. Mm, why? I mean, it's sort of, mm. I, I don't know. They come up with brilliant ideas, but they're, the basics like this are so behind the time. And that's, they're probably, they probably don't know the, what to do with this. And I suppose what's probably made it worse is NVIDIA have, have, can't even deal with it. And they're, they're the people that are behind the problem because it's their stuff that's been hacked. So they, and even they don't know what to do. <laughs> do you imagine them and Nintendo just scratching their heads at the moment? Well, yeah, mm. with a newer chip, if they release an, uh, like an updated version of the Switch, then they might be able to solve it then. But yeah, to be honest, like, I'm not going to use the exploit. Um, some people are saying that someone might be able to come up with a a homebrew version of online backup for saves. So that could be a good thing. And so worth maybe trying. Is, though, there is kind of a, and people have discovered that there is some kind of online backup that can be done because Nintendo does it themselves. So whether that will be implemented when they implement the online service. Yeah. Who's to know? Oh, yeah. That's Cloud idea. would be great. Yeah. 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 That keeps getting, kick down the the road doesn't it 
Mm. I'm sure they're mm. supposed to be out already. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think it's like there was like, oh, a lot of people be using the online, but there's not a lot of stuff that we use online for. Obviously, you've got Splatoon and things like that. So if Mario. you're going to be playing, yeah, yeah, Mario, yeah, Cart. <laughs> Cart, of course, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think obviously that's all right. No, it's fine. You're right though. But if it's a service people are going to start paying for, they obviously I think they need need to get that model right before they obviously put it out there. Because obviously, if people are going to be paying for it, people because they're so used to getting stuff from PlayStation, Xbox, people are kind of going to be expecting. It's not even that expensive. What is it like twenty dollars a year or something? So really yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's next to nothing. So. All It'd be I worth want... it just for the cloud. Yeah, cloud, all I want is virtual console. That's um, all I yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just summer tape to your sneeze mini to your Switch and you got a virtual console. Well, <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Please why let I me went... buy all these games again. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah quite happily though that's why i bought the snes mini because i was like i don't know how long it's going to be till virtual console so i've just bought a snes mini <laughs> fair enough yeah, yeah i've nice. got the snes mini nice. and it just sits there looking cute I, I actually play mine a lot to be honest i do play mine a lot yeah you know, i've been playing super metroid i nearly finished it oh nice yeah good man such good a, man such a good game <laughs> so good uh, uh, I've... Achingly waiting for that Met- uh, for Metroid Prime Four. I'm going to be waiting a long time. I think you are. <laughs> I don't know. The Treehouse might surprise us. Uh, what is it? No, June. Yeah, with um, E3 time, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be soon. Yeah. Heck, it is E3 time soon. It seems like wow. it's always E3 time. I... Yeah. Right. Okay. Um... Have we got any more news? Rach, have you got any more news in your neck of the woods? Uh, oh, sorry. All everyone's been talking about is Avengers Infinity War. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't say it. It's very good. That's it. That's as far as you can go. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, don't worry. Sentence. It's very good. Thanos oh. demands your silence. <laughs> talking spoilers, I just want to say, people out there that are doing God of War videos and you put in-game Fucking bosses as thumbnails. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, I got ruined by this week. I'm just so <laughs> frustrated. Gaming Bolt down a video and it had like one of the end bosses as the thumbnail. I was like, fast oh, bars. Just so many people. Oh, it's just, oh, it's driving me mad. Like, just like there's another guy who who does uh, fighting cowboy i watch all of his streams and oh. he's got a war one he uses the same image for every video with a number of like this video this video part yeah. one part two and that is perfect and he does it great mm. every single time and he's just got it to a t but I yeah it's just annoyed the rat out of me this week <laughs> I've, I've looking for working hard looking forward to playing it and then i see that i was like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah please don't do it people just have a bit of consideration of people who don't have a million hours to play games and just yeah just don't do it or some of us don't even have it yet yeah <laughs> patiently for their birth oh, Get it. <laughs> me too oh you don't have it yet oh, man. Uh, can i tell my story about my birthday list. about my copy of what's you called it god of war can i tell you the story 
Go for Kirby it. Kirby Vader story time. Do, do, do. It's story time. I pre-ordered this a while ago because an online or a store here had a special buy one game, get another half price. And so I bought a second copy of Monster Hunter and God of War back on the release of Monster Hunter so I could play with my son. And I was like, well, it works out good. I was going to get God of War anyway. Did it. Happy. Paid for it. And, you know, none, I was just going to wait for the game to release. And then I won a copy through another online retailer. I was like, great, I have a co- I have a free copy now. So I was going to cancel the order, but then my brother said, I'll just buy it off you. So I said, sure. The game turned up from the first retailer. I played for the first few hours, and my brother came, who lives out of town. He happened to be down for that weekend, so I gave him his copy. I enjoyed the game thoroughly, and now I've been in withdrawals because the free copy that I won has not turned up. And the retailer keeps, oh, no. they keep, they keep blaming. Well, firstly, I tried contacting them saying, what's going on? They wouldn't give, they didn't give me any answers. They said they'd get back to me. That was Monday. So I've been nagging them all week. They finally responded yesterday and blaming Sony for it, saying Sony hasn't sent out, you know, a free out, you know, like I'll give away copies of the game yet. So you have to wait. So I am not I a hampy camper. I get it. What's that? I don't think you're getting it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they said they would. It is, they're a good s- store, usually, and, like, I've won yeah. stuff through them before. So it, I don't think okay. it is a dodgy prize or anything like that. It's just I'm really ticked off because I actually lost money on the deal because I sold the game at a discount to my brother because I was like, I'm yeah. getting it free. I don't mind if, if, you know, it's free, but I've still okay. paid a little bit for it. Um, and yeah, so I'm, it's worse cause I've, I've, I've tasted the goodness. I've tasted the, the honey <laughs> and now I can't have any. <laughs> what a sad story. But I feel, oh, no. I feel all petty complaining. So I'm like, I'm like, dudes, like all my free game that you've given to me for free, <laughs> but I'm getting really angry about it. Where is that? <laughs> I'm getting really, really salty about it. Um, so yeah, but everyone seems to agree with me that. I'm right to be annoyed, which is good. It makes it feel better. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's getting me really grumpy. (laughs) I can imagine it's frustrating. You just want to crack on and play it because you started playing it. You thought you was getting your free copy. Now now you just got to wait. Well, then just to blame Sony to give me the whole, like, oh, it's out of our hands, bullcrap. It's like, well, don't say you've got a game to give away if you don't have a game to give away. If you don't have it, yeah. (laughs) Especially when it's a code as well. Uh, It won't be a code. It'll be physical. Oh, oh, is it physical? Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, That'd be even worse if it was a code. <laughs> yeah. They, and like, it wasn't like I won it like right on release. They did the giveaway. I want. I was notified on the 9th of April that I'd won. So 11 days before release. So. I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> There's a theme happening. On this episode. <laughs> if it makes sorry, you, you feel can... any better, I bought it last saturday and i still haven't played it that doesn't make you feel better it's a wasted oh. copy <laughs> sorry rage i'm not trying to be mean i try <laughs> <laughs> it's a copy that i could have <laughs> yes. fly down to new zealand visit hobbiton and drop off the copy Deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how come you haven't played it oh. i just i really wanted to finish a way out 
Um, Fair enough. And I was just like, right, we'll tie that up before going to God of War. And then Avengers, and then I was useless last night. Oh, I was streaming. I just haven't gotten around to it. I can see a really nice segue happening right now. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. So, uh, Rach, you've been playing The Way Out. Yes. Finally finished (laughs) it. Tell us about it. Well, it's, um, it's, oh, honestly, it's really good. I paid £20 for it, which is very cheap. Uh, local, I, I can't tell you the last time I played a local multiplayer game, probably Overcooked, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, way out. So you and a friend, local, or you can play it online as well. Um, you're two bros who are in prison together and you have to find, wait for it, a way out. No. <laughs> is there only one um, way out or is there multiple ways out and you get to choose which that way out is? Uh, no, unfortunately, it's not like escapists. It's very linear. Um, the story flies like it's very fast um, pace, uh, but it is linear. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Really good experience. If you want to play it with a friend local, obviously, you only need one copy. But if you're playing it online as well, uh, only one of you needs a copy as well. It's just this really good little story for what you pay for it. Yeah, that's um, kind of cool so that yeah, they recommend. do that. It's cool they do that. Mm. And just Is it a uh, long game? No, no, I think we finished it in um, like a few nights. So I'm going to say it was about 10 hours. Oh, okay. Nice. That's a nice, that's um, a nice amount, actually. Yeah, and it's got replayability as well. That's still pretty substantial for the price you pay, to be honest. That's, yeah, mm. that's good. Well, you could probably do it faster, but we spent a lot of time <laughs> playing all the silly mini games and trying to beat each other at Connect Four, and <laughs> it's really good. That is funny. Is, it, is this the game? Is this the game where I read that it's like almost a carbon copy of the Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Yes, that's the one. Right. Okay. Um, um, it has a very good twist at the end. Um, which is worth playing it for just for that, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, I watched the um, Escapist review on it. Do you guys know the Escapist? Um, uh, he does the little... He does the little... Um, just a little cut, like stick figure animation and just rips into games. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting to play that, but um, again... I guess you win because you got friends. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I just really like that they did it so you only had to buy the copy once. So that's that's like doubly cheap. That doesn't make sense. But very it's... strange for EA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very anti-money, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, where's the microtransactions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to pay when you're about to escape and then you have to pay at the end of micro. <laughs> No, four ninety nine for a chisel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bastards! <laughs> yeah, I just want to get out. Ten ninety nine if you want the platinum chisel, which does it twice as quick. <laughs> is what's the story like? Is it good? Like, is it is it compelling, uh, or is it just tacked on? And it's more about the silliness you get up to with your friend. Uh the latter. I'm not going to lie. I I really enjoyed the experience, but it's wow. The story is. It's not great. It's very, um, it's very unbelievable and predictable. I don't know if it's predictable. 
it's outlandish. It's weird. Okay. Because you said before really there, was a twi- <laughs> there was a twist you said earlier. Now you've said it's predictable. Yeah. So is it a predictable it's twist? Not... I went back on the predictable. Okay. I went back on that. Okay. <laughs> this is why I'm not a game reviewist, okay? I'm sorry. I liked that game. It was a good game. <laughs> I, was it was it good because you had a good friend? I think that's what it is. So okay. I played through it with my boyfriend and we don't really play games together. And um, yeah, there was a lot of screaming and, oh, come on, help me open the store. And he's like over there doing other things. And it was just fun. Yeah. Okay, they didn't good. even have the game on at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the lounge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Nice. Well, I think that's what it's there for. Um, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I like, as I say, I really like that they've given it, you need one copy rather than doubly, doubly charging you just to play with a friend. Yeah, I guess they kind of had to because you can't play it single player, can you? No, it's purely, yeah. Molly Claire. It's, it's certainly a, a unique idea, but not the, the the main dev that, that the guy is a character anyway. So yeah, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he's funny. Well, <laughs> m- mostly just because he just complained about consoles. Isn't that him? Saying that, like, Why would he say? He said the current consoles are rubbish and the. the PC games, where's that kind of thing? I'm pretty sure that was him. Oh, that's oh. the race, McGee. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Oh, cool. Right. Okay. So that's the way out. Um, should we, are we going to do it all our games in one go, or do you want to alternate? Actually, they alternate because we'll, <laughs> we'll never get to everyone. Um, right. Um, actually, Cliff, you can go next if you want, mate. Oh, well, I've been playing, I can probably fit a couple of games in one, actually, because I've been playing that. As everyone knows, I'm the most fickle man in the universe, and I've had, like, three Xboxes, three sets of VRs, two PlayStation Pros, bought, sold, bought, sold. I I have a PlayStation VR again. I've I've gone back in on it, and uh, I've actually kept this one this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone knows my history with uh, consoles and games and stuff, but I'm I'm doing okay with the VR now. But I've um I've been playing um uh, the Static Institute of Retention. Uh, it's it's by it's made by the same people who made. Uh, do you remember Little Nightmares? That yeah, game that I that's loved game. To pieces. It's by the same people who made that, and it's just as like the way that they said it's got a little story to it as well and it's set out really nicely and it's you can tell it's made by them because as you move along through the game it starts to open out and you're like oh okay and there is obviously a nice little twist to it and stuff which i want but basically what it is is that obviously yeah it's a static vr game so no moving around no no motion sickness none of that which is great um basically you play it with the DualShock 4 and obviously the VR and when you look down your two hands are in basically a box think think of a cardboard box on your hands but this box is covered in levers and knobs and buttons and switches and all sorts of things which are all obviously related to parts on the DualShock 4 and basically it's a puzzle game you need to figure out 
what's what what you've got to do on this box to basically get a ticket which then scans you and you can move on to the next sort of puzzle box basically um there's no it doesn't give you any instructions any lead or anything you have to figure out everything for yourself so basically you start out just by pressing buttons on the control pad to see what does what on the box and then you start to figure out oh well that links to that okay i'll see that and also it uses your environment so looking around the room can have hints as to the solution of the box in hand so it's it's very very good i really 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 enjoyed it and i over the space of a couple of nights it's very short probably you can probably have it done in a couple of hours but i was so engrossed by the puzzles in this game it just i got stuck in and i couldn't stop playing it i thoroughly enjoyed it and then obviously when it finished i was like oh okay and it was one of those games where i felt i had to go like i look on some message boards and that to see other people's theories of what was actually going on sort of thing and i i like games that do that so Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that side of it as well but the, the puzzles were really really good and it's really well it looks really nice in vr as well it's really clean really crisp the graphics are nice i didn't have any problems with the tracking it's just yeah a really really nice game actually and yeah uh, vader i have it digitally yeah so i was gonna say try it out have to go steal it yeah yeah <laughs> try it out, obviously you, you have my profile don't you? Yeah. it's um yeah it's very very good and if you're into sort of if you've got vr and you like sort of puzzle games it's really really good and it's got a, f- a fun little interesting story that goes alongside it as well and the guys that make it i can't remember the developer's name now uh no it's so gone trying to find it they um, are very very good and they've proven once again that they are a, a good new developer who know what they're doing and it's it's a fantastic <coughs> game that everyone should play tarsia studios tarsia right. that's it yeah tarsia yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like yeah. a VR version of The Witness to some extent with the puzzles and the environment solving puzzles. Yes, yes, very much so. But obviously they were just purely, obviously you have your line puzzles and stuff, but these boxes are all very different mm-hmm. and they all work in a different way to the last puzzle box. Like, for example, I won't give you any just... hints on the puzzles, but one one box was like a, a, a sound and number box and... So you'd move one knob and it'd um, play a tape and you'd hear sounds and you had to sort of work out what was what and switch certain switches. And then another one would have shapes and you'd have to figure out how to move parts of it across to make shapes, to project it onto a board behind. And you had to figure out how to make the box work to get these shapes. It's, yeah, it is very, very fun. It, It actually worked very good as a stream game as well, I think. Because obviously, Ooh. yeah, it, it would work quite nicely. <laughs> you literally you look in at the box and people can say, oh, I'll try pressing that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'd definitely say you should go play it, Vader. Yeah, cool. Nice. Did you have VR yeah, race? Was actually, look at, look, I was going to say, the, the box actually reminds me of, um, if you've ever seen Valerian, the movie, it, mm-hmm. um, it reminds me of that. Like the, the, there's a, one scene in the movie where he's he's using the box to get into another dimension. It's similar to that, actually. Okay. But 
move on. <laughs> People are like, I haven't watched Valerian, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was another VR game you played yeah, as well. Um, obviously, big fan of Rick and Morty. Love Rick and Morty. Love it. So when they announced virtual reality, I was like, oh, brilliant, because it's by the people who've done um, Job Simulator. I really enjoyed Job Simulator. Um, virtual reality is basically, it works the same way as Job Simulator. It's st- static with uh, some teleporting. And basically, you start out in your Rick's garage, and you, you play as a multi-clone. And... They, they 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 have the voice actors and everything. It's very good. It's it's very Rick and Morty, but the way they've designed the game, it's not particularly fun to play. Um, the way obviously it has mild teleporting, so you can teleport to bits of the area, and then they've to 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 be able to reach things that are out of reach, they've used the uh, me seeks to you can throw them and then they copy everything you do. <laughs> and it sounds really good in practice, but it is clunky and really, really awkward. And it can make the game hard to play. If they were, I think the, the way they designed the game, it should have had um, free movement in it, not teleporting to set points. And also <clears throat> every game I've played for VR, I've been able to play in my setup where I've got in my room this one I was really struggling to pray pray play <laughs> because they expect a lot of movement room like it feels like they've made it so you need a huge area to play it in because I couldn't a lot of the stuff I couldn't reach it was like out of my way too much stretching and it's the first game that I've had an issue playing in my um my setup area so i yeah is that um do you think that's due to it being a port from is it the vibe that comes out on first or uh possibly was it vibe or was it okay one of of the slightly yeah, yeah pc ones yeah but also it'd be, it'd be nice to hear you. like obviously that's digital as well Fainer, so you could give that a blast oh, and let me know your views on it. it it's a shame i think that's the only thing that um stopped me from carrying on was if it had free movement it would make that game a lot easier to play and the thing is when you teleport to an area to say if i teleported from standing in front of the fridge to standing in front of the cupboard i'll be looking directly in front of the cupboard if I want to look behind me, I have to look all the way behind me and actually arch my neck all the way. There's no turning. So there's no click turning. There's no spinning with the analog stick at all. Yeah. So it makes it really awkward to look in certain places and it can it can be a bit jarring. Yeah, so, I guess yeah. It, depending on your setup, um, how my, my, I have mine set up really badly. Uh, but I usually have enough space so I can turn around and stuff, so. Yeah, I mean, I can, but then normally a lot of the games I play, I can turn around and do it, but there's a wall behind me and they do expect you to have a lot of reach room. Uh, okay. I, like, I mean, a lot. So it was just, it, it came to a point it was unplayable. I'm not the only one as well. Like I was looking at other people that have reviewed it and they said the same thing, that obviously just the way 
it expects and you're trying to grab things and it's just out of reach and using the me seeks as well can be really clunky it's like that they expect you to get something that's out of the garage so i should technically just be able to walk onto the the um the driveway and get it but you have to throw a me seeks out there and he copies your move and then you have to throw it back at yourself and it's just it feels it's good in principle but it's really clunky to actually do it yeah if that makes any sense so i was uh fairly disappointed with it which was uh, pretty gutting really because i was really looking forward to it but uh yeah so that's that but yeah it, it, you should go give him a try later yeah, well, let, let me know what you think since i can't play god of war <laughs> I, I i definitely say play static institute of retention because that was a very very good game very good nice yes cool um, so Vader, while you've not been playing God of War, what have you actually been playing instead? <laughs> Sorry, just yawning. Um, the Lebo. I got Lebo same day release as God of War. And it's some pretty fun cardboard, that is. Um, I got, yeah, the variety pack, the variety kit, because I figured it'd be more fun with the kids to do a bit of a variety of things. And we have, still haven't had time to build everything. We've built the motors motorbike holder handlebar thing the piano and the little rc cars um <laughs> uh, yeah it's nice it's pretty fun though the buzzing from the rc cars like the vibration that makes makes a really high-pitched noise that drives me crazy like it gives me the biggest <laughs> headache real quick and the kids just like me <laughs> it's like yeah and i have to tell them to stop but other than that, it's been really fun building it with um, the kids. And, yeah, they're quite satisfying. I don't know what it is. It's just something real tactile about it that's and satisfying to fold cardboard. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels good to fold cardboard. <laughs> is it the most fun you've had with cardboard apart from building a fort? Probably. Although my brother made me a real sweet... Uh, suit of armor out of like real thick cardboard when i was a kid and like i wore it around constantly <laughs> for like a week last week yeah <laughs> though he did have a little slug gun like handgun and he did shoot me he's like it's testy armor walk over there and then shot me <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that wasn't that fun <laughs> Get on, <then>. uh, <laughs> brothers um <laughs> So yeah, it's it probably is the most fun I've had with cardboard. Because I'm not a ah. I'm not a cat. I think a cat would have more fun just sitting in cardboard. But, oh god, can you imagine what cats would do to Labo? Oh, there's god. there's a Twitter they, trend. They love Amazon boxes. Yeah, for some reason. But there's there's I think there's like a hashtag for it with Labo versus cats, and there's like cats eating Labo, cats sitting on Labo. Uh, oh. There's a whole thing. <laughs> no, it's, it's a whole sub <laughs> subculture already. Oh. <laughs> that is very 2018 isn't it yes. <laughs> does it does it work as well as uh said seemed in video when they sort of announced it does it work as well as it should do? the building or the actual gameplay or both the actual the way it works yeah well both yeah it's it's actually very clever it's quite amazing actually uh yeah that there's no like delay in the piano it's instant I just wish like, I could get him like, look at me, I can make music with cardboard keys. And I'm like, wait, I don't know how to make music. So it's just me going, <laughs> bing, blong. <laughs> so 
so I wish I actually knew some how to play and I'm impressed what people are actually doing with it. I don't know if you've seen any videos, but people are playing full songs and things with it. Because uh, there's like the oh, wow. there's the, the gameplay version that you've seen, like with the funny little blobby people popping up. Have you seen that on the trailers? Like you push the key and a little person sings or... Hmm. Um, that's like the gimmicky fun version that only has a small range of notes. Is that what you call them? The keys? Keys? I don't know sounds they make <laughs> uh, no, it's, yes. i'm not a music person yes, i'm sorry <laughs> I, I, I know that one end of a piano is deep and low and the other end is high <laughs> and squeaky the level is limited and it's only like the mid-range but you can go into like a studio um, version of it and you can actually move through the full range so you've got five sets of um that key range so you can do the very deep to the very high and you can record, I believe. And so you can actually do full sets of, you can do full songs if you know how to do that, but I don't. So it's wasted on me. So- <laughs> yeah. For, for, if, uh, uh, for your information, Rach, it's, um, the, as our listeners probably know, it's not that he, he, he's not very good with music. He actually doesn't listen to music. Oh, what? Full stop. Genuinely. Full stop doesn't listen to music. He's a strange boy. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, everyone's got their individuality, I guess. And it's just me. And I'm we, the only one who... Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we've had this conversation a few times. I, it's like I said to him, I genuinely don't know how I could get through life without music. So to not listen to music just seems completely like... Not there. even, like, video game music. Come on. Like, in the video game? Yes. But outside the video game, never. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, just... I'm not... Yeah, it's not a music person. I'd rather have silence. <laughs> <laughs> I just... don't know I how to do Look out the window and see grey. <laughs> silence. Uh, people don't know how to <laughs> take it. That's the thing, like, yeah, right. So like people, you know, when you meet someone new, you talk to them, very commonly music comes up or like, what mm. music do you like? And I'm like, I just, none is my response. And, I don't. And people, people don't know how to take me. They just go silent and go, uh, okay. And he goes, yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> you got Certainly. me, silence. <laughs> I just imagine you're on like your porch there telling these kids off, turn off your Microsoft Zunes or whatever you've got. <laughs> Bloody music. Yeah. Though I do have a CD in my car because it was my son's <gasps> present. His Their favorite song at the moment is Thunder from Imagine Dragon. And I'm just, I'm impressing myself knowing their name and the name of the track. So... <laughs> Yeah, but it, get, it gets played a lot, and that is Vader, a fun. Sh- that is a fun I, song. I just let you know you you didn't know their name. You got it wrong. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> Imagine dragons. I just, I, Maybe oh, plural dragons. You got me Multiple there, Cliff. Dragons. You got me there, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to let him um, let him think. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't let that go. <laughs> I could put me in my place. Anyway. Thunder. I got the name of the song right. I'm pretty sure it's not Thunders, is it? No, <laughs> no it's called Lightning. Actually. Oh, <laughs> um, and that, that's a fun song. Um, 
they and they like listening every time we're in the car like dad put thunder on i'm like no and then i eventually <laughs> give in eventually give in and we listen to it like four times in a row uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway what were we talking about oh yeah me being bad at music Lava. Labo, it's really it's really clever, and I wish I could do music because it's amazingly clever. This little cardboard keyboard, and there's like a waggle stick. You can push the key and hold it down and waggle it, and then like it changes the pitch from high to like a little bit, so it waggles. I don't know how to describe that. Come on, pitch bend. Yeah, there you go. You just, just throw me a bone. Um, the, the motorbike's really clever. It's gonna break in like three minutes, but. It's fun, like actually revving the the Joy-Con inside its handle. Uh, you can create your own tracks by taking the Joy-Con out and like flying it around your room, and it makes a track for you, huh. which is oh, nice. pretty sweet. That's very cool. Very uh, cool. Um, you can also because there's there's like that's just a race track, but there's also like a an arena mode where you're just riding around like a. There's a track around the outside, but in the big square dirt area, it is. Um, it starts off with just random landscape, but you can use the little infrared camera thingy you've got on the the bottom of the right Joy-Con and scan objects. So I scanned Shinron from Dragon Ball Z and had a Shinron map, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and you can do people's faces, and you can laugh at how big my brother's nose was. Um, yeah, it's pretty clever. Like the the, the actual so game. Do you, do you do you do you think it has scope to for people to sort of um, reverse engineer how it works and make their own stuff? Oh, for sure. Their own cardboard things. You think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've seen some pretty cool stuff. Um, I think yeah. uh, Nintendo US are having a competition. Some guy okay. used like I don't know if you know if you don't know people. There's a garage system underneath the labo you got the software for the five mini games that come with it there's a mm. programming tool that they give you and it's a drag and drop um this if this happens equals this then this corresponding effect happens kind of programming so very it's simple like basic programming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but all visual so it's drag and drop and then you got little drop down menus where you can choose so when you push the a button the thing happens or some dude used like a thousand of those squares and made a working clock, like digital clock. Huh. It's insane. Like you look at the, they show the screen and it's like, how does that trend? Like, how did you even think like that? Like there are, it just looks like straight lines all over the, the screen of like going from all the little boxes. It's ridiculous. And it works and it just counts down and has a clock that ticks over digital clock with little squares that make yeah, up. Yeah, great. It's very impressive. I wish I was that smart. Um, there's, uh, what have I seen? Some guy made a, 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 tr a game where he had a little cardboard cut out to cover the screen so it only showed the counter. And then he had on top of his hat, his um, hat, he had the Joy-Con with the camera pointing into the hat. And then he had a deck of cards and he would flick the cards. And every time the controller saw a card go on the hat, it would add a counter onto the screen. And so super simple, but very clever. And that was done within like one day of the <laughs> release of Lambo. Um, 
So yeah, there's some cool. I heard someone. Sorry. Sorry, you go. I, I heard someone could play Mario Kart with the motorbike. I would not would be surprised. Yeah. yeah. That interests me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Odin it got into the garage and he, because the little RC cars, it looks more like a bug, but they call it the RC car. And you probably know this. It's all controlled by the vibrations of the two Joy-Cons that you strap to the side of this little cardboard bug. And it, by default, it's done by touch, the touch screen. So you've got your left and your right Joy-Cons and you touch them at the same time. They go, it goes mostly forward. You can, Odin went into the garage and reprogrammed and found a way and did it. And it's very, pretty simple, but I'm impressed that he did it because he's eight. And changed it to from touch to motion control, so he can turn the joy the joy. No, it's not joy. The the switch, the console itself, left and and the left Joy-Con goes on, and right and the right Joy-Con goes on, and tip it upside down, and it goes both of them go on. And so he yeah he switched it from touch to to motion, which was pretty cool. Um, oh, so the switch like sort of is acting like a steering wheel sort of thing. Yeah, it's quite simple. It's more that once yeah. it gets turned to the left, the, the gyroscope will activate the the left Joy-Con to vibrate or whatever. Um, it's still very cool. But, and he did it. He just did it himself. He went in and just worked it out. Um, so it's a start. And that's what I actually like about it. It's helping the kids think mm. outside and learn about the concept of programming and the concept the, the the and or kind of logic um yeah it's pretty cool very cool and the, the mm. you can get the, the rc car to follow things because it's got the little camera so it can see and you can so you can turn on to auto mode and you can just stick things in front of it and it will like chase them and try and attack them um, super super simple and i just like to think that some like japanese engineer like software engineer or hardware engineer was sitting there playing in the lab at Nintendo somewhere, fun zone, and was playing with the Joy-Cons and saw that it vibrated across the table when the vibration went on and thought, what can I connect to that to make it more fun? And then just, and that's where Labo started. <laughs> like, I'd like to think that's what happened. And, and Cardboard. Yeah. And I just like that <laughs> Nintendo are crazy enough to try something like this. It's so dumb. But also super clever. Like it's the dumbest, smartest thing I've I've seen in gaming in a while. <laughs> That's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and I just love that there's a space for that. That's just it's really good. Yeah. It's good that Nintendo that that company that just aren't really afraid to try things that other people aren't trying just for the sake of fun. You know, and that's that's very cool. Well, that's it. It's for the sake of fun, and the fun we've had yeah. just just building the cardboard has been great. Um, yeah. Any more questions awesome. about Labo? No. Nice. Just, I love Nintendo. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> cool. Right. Um, I'll do what I've been playing on recently. Um, like I said, I've been on holiday this last week, so, um, it's been good because I've been actually been able to play games. And so when I was looking at my list and writing them for the show notes, I was thinking, hang on, what year am I? What year is this? <laughs> Everything I'm playing is like two, three years ago. So uh, no, be prepared. Nothing's uh, up to date on this list. But I was just thought I'll clear out a bit of my backlog. Um, so, yeah, so the other day um, I played a game that's named very similar to how you describe this podcast, which is Super Hot. 
Yes. Um, or, or I should say super hot, um, as the game likes to you gotta have a gap. refer to itself. You've got to have a little pause between Sorry? the two. It's super. Sorry, yeah. Super hot. Yeah. Um, it's like the world. The world's worst speed dating start, isn't it? <laughs> I'm super hot. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I just randomly booted it up. It's one. I think it was. Was it with games with gold? Probably. It's probably. I, I probably. I don't. I don't remember buying it. So I, it must have been free. Um, and I just decided to give it a go. And I didn't actually realise it's only a couple hours to sort of properly finish it. Um, so for people that have not played it before, um, it's a very minimalistic game, especially color wise, uh, where you time moves when you move basically, um, which means you end up dodging bullets and throwing empty guns at, at the, uh, people trying to kill you, catch a gun in midair, shoot them in the head, grab a katana, throw it at them. I'll tell you what, it was, it's one of the most fun games I've played in a quite a long time. And it's really not my sort of game, really. Um, it's, you know, it's sort of, a, it's very indie, but a good indie type of game. Um, and like I said, it's, it's always seems to be on sale. And I think, I think, is it been given away with PlayStation as well? I think, because I think I've got it on that as well. And again, I don't remember buying it, but I could be wrong on that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you, uh, Rach, have you played it before? I got it free. It was on. It was a Twitch Prime free game a couple mm. months ago. I yeah, had a wee lit, yeah. Have you have you actually played it though? Uh, not for long. I sort of booted it up and I was like, "Oh, this looks cool. I'll play this sometime." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what my this last week has been for me. It's that sometime <laughs> sort of week. You made and, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> sorry, you finally uh, got to sometime. Yeah, sometime. Mm. Sometime does happen. Some time in the future. <laughs> I'd like to say the um, the VR version of Super Hot is amazing. I bet it. Have, mm. you, have you got it? Have you? It's so good. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. I bet it is. Is, I it, super hot. is, it, is it super hot? It absolutely is, yeah. <laughs> nice. Because obviously when is you're it? dodging the bullets, you're actually like Dog. ducking around your front room. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's, I can imagine that because, like I said, even just the base game is just really good. It's, it's, it's to me, it's actually a puzzle game more than anything. Even though it comes across like it's going to be like a first-person shooter, it is literally just solving a puzzle. And yeah. it's, and it's one of those games where, and I'm, I've got no real patience with that sort of thing. But I just felt so compelled, you know, when you're just almost there, and then you've cleared out the room, and then you think, hang on, I've not got the super hot finish that it does it because it does, it does that at the end of every single um level if you want to call it because there's about 30 odd levels if you want to call it they're just they're situations i suppose more than anything um and then it actually replays it for you right at the end which is quite cool so you can see how badass you were for the last five minutes and it's uh and it's quite funny because uh, like i said i've been on holiday with my wife and and her family and they were sort of watching me as i was playing it and and even when they weren't paying attention, say they were reading a magazine, they would just hear the super hot and like, oh, well done. You did that level, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. Um, at last, you know, because there's, there's times where you just want to throw your controller at it because it's so infuriating, but it, in a cool way. And it just, it's just a game that makes you feel really badass. I must admit, it's, sort of, it's taken a lot of the things out of uh, sort of action movies and, and 
you know, almost martial arts films in some ways as well. And it's, yeah, it's just, it is, it is a super hot game by name and by nature. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's not very long. It's probably about two to three hours to, to even, even with frustration. Um, but I think, I think it unlocks like an endless mode as well, as far as I, I, I can't be bothered to do that now, but, um, yeah, so that's what I played and quite else stuff. Yeah. Next on my list is, um, bit of a random one again i just booed it up it's the it's ghost of a tale which i believe is an xbox exclusive game um it's actually one of the trial you know ones where you get an hour to play it and then buy it if you want and uh, but it's actually it's, it's it's technically i think still an early access game um yeah. again have you have you had, have you played this one game preview that's the one yeah it's, it's really good right yeah it's it's deceptively good actually because again not my sort of game you know it's with Fairy little animals, which is not my sort of thing, but it, I, it just it just intrigued. It was Dave off um, when I, we were speaking on Monster and Monster before. I think he told me about it, and uh, yeah, it's really good because you basically play a little cute little mouse with cute little ears, and a cute little face um, who's been taken prisoner um, by well, it doesn't show you much, but like basically an army of rats. Is this out there? Um, and it's effective. Uh, it's on early access. You can tech, you can buy it. It's um, I think six. Well, over here it's sixteen pounds to buy. So whatever the equivalents are, three hundred. Um, but it's technically, like I said, it's technically an early access game. It's actually done by. It's basically a one man um, developer, or as good as I think he. Uh, yeah, I think he used to work for like DreamWorks and Universal Pictures and stuff. And he's randomly decided to uh, start making this game. So it's it's quite, even though it's quite cutesy. Um, yeah, but it, it's actually not as well at the same time. It's it basically is a, like I said, it's a stealth game. You, you play this little mouse, and you're trying to obviously get out of prison, but also find your um, mouse wife. Um, and um, I can't remember the names of the characters, admittedly. But but um, you, you know, you're basically ducking into little like um, like. I don't know, like barrels and cupboards and stuff to, you know, to avoid. But it's, it's almost, again, a bit of a puzzle game as well. So you've got, you know, to, I don't know, to get through a particular gate, you've got to wait for the rat guard to go, go grab like a stool, put it there, jump onto the stool, grab the keys, and then unlock the door and go and things like that. And it's, it's graphically, it's really good. Um, again, I've only played the hour, so I don't know much more than that, but I'm, definitely going to buy the full game now I've, I've been impressed with it and from what i've read it's you know it's quite a longish game i think it's like a 20 hour or so game and the general reviews of it are really good um i said it's graphically it's really good lighting effects are really good um it's a bit i suppose the stealth is a bit like tenchu <laughs> but without the killing uh, unfortunately um but uh, yeah it's it's deceptively good um i mean race did you sort of play most of the preview of it or did you, did you actually own it I uh, played my, was it two hours you get? Uh, yeah, fell an hour. instantly yep. in love. Oh, an hour. It was, felt like two. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was, uh, I was gifted it on my PC. I tell you what, guys, streaming is great. People give you games. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not to me. And uh, yeah, a good friend was like, hey, you, you like this game? Here you go. And I was playing it on PC. Unfortunately, my PC couldn't run it very well. Like you said, the graphics were very good, a little too good um but yeah i loved it yeah got past the um got through the first gate uh yeah helped two wee mice who were like um yeah you have to sort of chat to them 
get them stuff and then they'll help you get other stuff. It's that sort of like um, pay it forward type style game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, there's, you come across like a pirate frog sort of quite oh, soon in the game. I mean, pirate frogs. I mean, what more can do I need to say, really? That's enough to make you want to try it. I mean, so yeah, like I said, it's, you can download the, the game, which is an hour demo on the Xbox, and I imagine it's probably the same for the PC maybe as well. I think it's coming to the PS4 as well at some point. Oh. It's supposed um, to be. Well, yeah, yeah, I've been keeping an eye so, on this yeah, game for a long time. I, I learned about this game like two years ago, I think it was. Hmm. And I yeah. don't know where I could play it now, because... Yeah. Yeah. Please do. I'm going to. Do it, give it a go. Uh, and, another excuse and funny to thing is when you, when, you, when you play as them, you'll, you'll keep looking at his ears as well, because the, <laughs> <laughs> the ears are really good, well done. <laughs> like the actual animation. You can tell that it's done by a, an animator as opposed to like an actual proper game developer because he's, he's done the ears really well <laughs> and you get little and you get gear you know so you get like gear sets like you're playing like dark souls or neo or something <laughs> you can get like little pirate gear and you know <laughs> and, put little, and uh, everything like that it's, it's yeah it's cutesy but but not as well you know so it appeals to people that aren't into those sort of games either but so uh, yeah i said you know i said i don't i don't know when it's coming actually i think ps4 is this year sometime well, they don't. Um, it was released on Windows in March, so last yeah, last month. So, yeah, check it out. Yes, yeah, I don't know. It was on the Xbox already. Um, yeah, I think it's been there a while. I think. Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. Missed it. At least a it, year. Com- yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Don't know> <laughs> Get on it. Well, see, I don't... see, this is this is why I, this is why I took my Xbox away with me. You know, you, you know, the Xbox. Was like, oh, you remembered what I looked like. <laughs> to you know, dig out all these gems that I never knew were there. You know, my Xbox showed me a good time to sort of remind me of why I should be, you know, playing it as opposed to my PS4 all the time. But you know, the week is finished. You know, the week's over. Now I'm back to the back to the real world. Now I'm back to PS4. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I'll, we'll go back to the beginning. So yeah, Rach, have you been playing anything else? Oh, actually, yeah, um, Kingdom Hearts. Um, (laughs) you know what guys we haven't had a new kingdom hearts game for 12 years (laughs) (laughs) and um a bit of cool news i'm getting to go and play the third one next month nice one of the one of the first people to get to play it so best job in the world again um so i'm playing through the first one and then once i've done that i'll i'll go on to the second one um so yeah, it's cool to play them that one again because when I first played it, oh god, when did they come out? I was I was a teenager anyway, young teenager, and it's not an easy game. Like you don't have a map, uh, and combat is pretty like stuff keeps respawning, and and it's not easy. So it took me a while to to get through it the first time. So it's really cool, sort of going back to it, sort of half remembering it, having somewhat improved in like gaming skills since then i like to think a little bit um and yeah it's been awesome yeah just like running around disney world to be honest (laughs) i really liked it when i I, it came out um and then then i played it recent well not recently probably about three four years ago i played it with the kids yeah it's a fun game is there, is, there, is there a new one in the works? I'm imagining that. They've been making yeah. it for years, and apparently it's finally coming out this year. So 
Well, um, the most recent thing I've heard is that each world is going to be like the size of the original game. Like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a nerdgasm. <laughs> it's going to... I suppose we're making this long. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Make it quite big. That's the, but um, is it... Is there is the danger, though, it could end up being a bit of a Final Fantasy 15 where... Which is a good game. It was a bit... Bo- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not... <laughs> you know, but you know, being whether it felt, for a lot of people, it felt a bit bodged together, like where it was a bit overdue, where they'd been cooking it in the oven too long. And But I don't know, maybe, hopefully not for people that like Kingdom Hearts. I guess, yeah. I mean, obviously the bar is set quite high. Like, I'll repeat, 12 years we've waited for the, you know, the main storyline. We've obviously had other Wii 3DS games and that, but they don't count. I have no idea um... what's going on. <laughs> I've never understood what's going on. The first one was great, oh, and then it's... it's got so convoluted now. <laughs> yeah, I don't bother. I just smile and wave, boys, smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the hype is real. We've had, uh, the Japanese trailer had <clears throat> Toy Story in it, and I'm just like, yes, yes. And that's that's all it takes for me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that, that's probably the world that they've announced that I'm the least excited for. I don't know why. Oh, fair enough. Um, Toy Story is a great movie, but just, I don't know, just doesn't feel right for... I guess it's not fantasy enough, whereas most of the other worlds are like fantasy worlds. Alright. I see what you're saying. You're wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Good. Yeah. I'm glad you can call me out. Uh, I like I it. it. <laughs> it's just more grumpy Charles, isn't it? Yeah, I Toy Story. And... Well, no, the, I like <laughs> the movies. It just, I don't know, it just feels like it's <laughs> off. But it, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, the, can, can, um, they're saying that the, the world, each world, each like movie world is going to be the same size size of a whole game. Each kingdom? Yeah, each kingdom, yeah. So it's gonna... that's really cool but um, and it's going to be on Xbox as well for the first time yeah Ooh. yeah irrelevant oh <laughs> sorry um, so what's your favourite world in Kingdom Hearts then like the original Ooh. <clears throat> easy um, the first one it's got to be Halloween Town Ooh, that Nightmare is Before Christmas it is fun yeah uh, second one it's got to be Lion King Land uh, whatever that's called, Lion Land. <laughs> uh, what's it called? The Sahara. Yeah, I don't know. the Great Sahara. I don't know. Lion Land. <laughs> Lion Land. Is oh, that sounds like a really terrible theme park. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lion Land. <laughs> we just have lions. <laughs> well, I bet. I bet you there's a zoo called Lion Land out there. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> well, near me, that well, not far from me. There's there's Birdland. Which just has birds. There's um, flamingo land in, in yep. down south. Yeah, yeah, there, is, yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Bloody love it. We're we're really good over here. <laughs> originality, one hundred and one. Um, actually, yeah, we, we're we're originality hundro. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I still got it. All right. <laughs> See, <I'm... laughs> so like like Pride Lands. That's the Pride one. Land. You're welcome. There we go. That's Kingdom Hearts 2. So it was like... Yeah, that's in, that's my favourite in 2. Because you get to play as, with Simba in 1. Yeah. Right near the end, isn't it? He, um, he's a summon. 
Oh, that's right. It's so a summon. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't specifically go to his world, but you can collect a few characters and summon them for bosses and stuff. That's right. He's a summon. I knew there was there, but I couldn't remember if he was a playable mm. or he was just a summon. My favorite's the little dragon from um, Mulan. He's hilarious. Oh, Mushu. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best summon. His little summon sequence is so fun. Oh, I haven't got him yet. So good. It's been a long time. I need, to, I need to finish it. I didn't finish it this time when I started playing it like three years ago. Yeah, good game. I liked it. I like it. And this is why I haven't got around to starting God of War yet, because I just keep thinking, you know what would be really great? Replaying games. I'm going to stick on Dark Souls for the eighth time. <laughs> hey. yeah. Good time. Uh, or Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, what about yourself, Cliff? Are you, what else have you been playing? Well, uh, uh, I've been playing a few bits and bobs. Um, obviously, I need to mention. Uh, obviously, I went rare. Uh, EGX resed recently. Friend mm. uh, got press passes, so went to that. That was very good. Uh, they were they were awesome over there. Played a lot of stuff there. Like I can't even remember what i played but yeah it was very good this year uh yeah it's good every year actually and obviously getting press passes is good <laughs> so uh, that's fun I, i'm so annoyed like actually speaking of that i've got um they actually authorized my press passes for egx 28 at birmingham they they authorized my press passes and work won't give me the time off to go Aww. i'll go I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> if I can pretend to be you, I'll go because I I usually go to the normal EGX every year. Well, uh, if 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 it's a hundred percent, they can't get it. I'll double check. What I'll do is I can contact EGX and I can probably have the name transferred over to you. Nice, nice. Yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. all under DI anyway. So cool. Yeah, I'm up for it. So, yeah, I've been there the last few years. So I've never been to Resd actually because well, because they switched it. Because I remember. The, I went to a couple in London, the the big EGX when it used to be Eurogamer, um, yeah, and then that's cool, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, I went there a couple yeah. of times, and then and then Rest was in in Birmingham, but now they've now they flipped it, and obviously yeah. it's, I'm nearer to Birmingham, so it's easier for me to go to the normal one as opposed mm-hmm. to Rest. But um, no, they're good events. They they do they do all right. Yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, yeah, lots of games that I played that I, I thoroughly enjoyed too many to name but uh yeah it was really really good i really enjoyed it but um while i was on holiday actually i i, I took my because i went norfolk for a week just to get away from the grind for a little bit and, uh, <laughs> took my switch with me played a few little games but i played um a game called normal lost phone have any of you guys played it at all no no never heard of it it's a very interesting little game but basically what it is is the, the concept is if you'd found someone's mobile phone, um, you're basically going through it, checking messages, emails and stuff. It's kind of a puzzle game and you have to try and figure out how to sort of unlock people, like the Wi-Fi, and then how to unlock their secret folders and oh, stuff this is creepy. like that. <laughs> it's <Hey>. creepy. <laughs> it, it, seems, it sounds weird, but the story is quite heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time it's a very powerful story that was very personal to the people that made it and i've actually spoken 
on Twitter to the devs that made it because after I I played it, obviously I put up how much I enjoyed it and how sort of strong the story was, and obviously then I started speaking to the devs and stuff. So and obviously it's it's quite personal to them. It's I don't really want to say much about it because it, it's it gives away a lot. But obviously it's you you go on your phone and you're just trying to figure out whose phone it is and trying to obviously get that phone back to that person. But the more you delve into it, the more this story opens out on who this phone belongs to and why their phone's gone missing and what's happened in their life. And it's by the end, I was kind of like, it definitely brought a few tears to my eyes. It was, yeah, it's a very good phone. You don't have to get it just on switch. It's on iOS, Android as well. Obviously, because it's a phone, so it works quite well <laughs> on your phone. It's, it's a replica of a phone, basically. But yeah, you can you can get it on Steam as well, just on the Steam page of it. Yeah, but obviously on the Switch it works. You can have it one way, or you can flip it. So you hold your Switch long ways, oh, so cool. it works like, mm. a big, like a tablet, mm, good, and it plays quite nicely like that. But fantastic little story, and as you delve into it, it is quite heartbreaking and at the same but heartwarming at the same time as well seeing this person's journey into what was what they're going through basically like i can't give anything away because it would ruin it but if if you've got like a, a couple of hours an hour or two on your time it's definitely worth a play it's yeah very very interesting it's certainly different to stuff i've played before and they also have a, a sequel to it called Another Lost Phone, which is the same premise, but a different story. But this time round, it was, again, the story was very kind of hard hitting, very real, very poignant story by the end of it. And I was just like, take a deep breath. <laughs> okay, at the end of it sort of thing. So... There's not a lot I can say about them. They're very simple. As I say, it's just you have to, for example, say you had to open a, a secret folder to get some information. And that secret folder's password would be three pictures. And you have to name the three people. So you have to go through messages and look at certain pictures and sort of match up messages with pictures to figure out who these people's faces are to unlock this folder, which then opens out more of the story sort of thing and it's just it's just a, a yeah it's just a run of small puzzles to unlock this phone but the journey you see of this person through what they're going through is pretty uh pretty heartfelt pretty strong pretty poignant very worth playing and it's it's considerably cheap as well i think you can pick them up as a double pack for like four pound i think uh, yeah yeah, very, very good. Um, very worth playing. Very much worth playing. Yeah, very, very good. Very I kind of want indeed. to know what happens now. Like, you've yeah, really <laughs> solved that really well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, as I say, I wouldn't say it was a twist, but it's some, the story is very real life and sort of, yeah. I can't really say much because it's it would ruin the story, but it's something that obviously some people go through and have struggles with, and it's 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 interesting. It's very interesting for the price you pay. It's I, I definitely say just give it a little shot and see see what you think. 
Yeah, it's very good. Very, cool. very good. Excellent. Um, uh, Vader, you been playing anything else? Um, yep. Um, been playing. I've ranted and complained about PUBG before. They're not really my games, but I I enjoyed Fortnite, so I thought I'd try PUBG when it came out on Xbox, and it was a pile of trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, I hated it, but I've forgiven it a, a little bit because I uh, a local friend with said he's got into it, and so I started playing with him um, a few times and actually managed to kill someone, which was three. I guess it's not nice, though, really, is it? killing people but it was nice to manage to get, that i managed to succeed once but i still prefer Fortnite. um i mean because it's more kind of cartoony and just fun whereas PUBG is way too serious <laughs> it really is yeah it's like i found out last night why i've been doing so bad like I, my friend died first and he was spectating what i was doing and I knew a guy was coming upstairs and I was had him on my sights and I'd never used this gun before. I hadn't shot yet in the, in the match. And he's like, why didn't you go full also? I'm like, I was trying to, what do you mean? He's like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> switch the gun from single shot to full auto. I'm like, how the heck do you yeah. do that? And there's a button that does it, but the game doesn't really tell you. Um, so that's probably why I've been losing in firefights because I've been expecting the gun to go full auto and it hasn't been because <laughs> I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, th I can see that because I, I think that's why I think Fortnite's starting to do better because, especially aesthetically as well. Because I, I, I played a bit of PUBG when it came out on the Xbox. Just such a such a dull game. Well, not the actual gameplay, but just the actual environment. It's just really, yeah. you know, blocky and and just dull. Well, these Fortnite is really vibrant and yeah. nice to look at. Yeah. And it's not obtuse as well, because like like you said, the the controls of PUBG are really obtuse. Like it's the fact that you to like I can get over the left trigger where you 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 have to you know press it to hold you know to aim sight uh, down sights, but you don't hold it like you do on every other first person shooter. You have to just press it, and it's just really clunky. I know it's probably deliberate to make it a bit more Realistic. challenging, but yeah, yeah. But it's just it's it's just. MLG players, isn't it? Really, it's just for people that want to take it a bit too seriously. And I suppose if you're into that, then happy days. But I don't think it's your sort of game, is it? No. Um, so it has been more fun with him. But then, like that was like maybe last week that I had some fun with him, and then last night it was just well, I, we were trying real hard, and it just yeah. By the end, I was getting real frustrated because I just felt like I was I was useless because uh, I could never get a kill. But then I found out. That I'm not shooting people probably, and because it happens so quick, like you die really quickly, and yeah, you do, and they make your character f f wiggle around when you get shot, and so I just hadn't realised that my guns hadn't been going full auto because <laughs> it happens <laughs> so quick that you don't really have it. And when I have engaged with someone when I've chosen to, I'm usually tapping anyway because you don't go full auto when they're at a distance; you tap. And so I hadn't realised that these machine guns weren't actually set to full auto, and by default they are on single shot, which that's right, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Fortnite is still a bit more fun, and I've got a new fifty v fifty mode, which is pretty fun because there's less like stress. You can just get in there, and you can get some weapons, and then you can just get in the thick of things, and uh, yeah, it's a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, just... I think that's the problem with PUBG. It's too, 
you could be just there for half an hour not doing anything. Oh, the maps are You're sort of just rushing from one bush to another. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> the map's way too big. Whereas, yeah, you got a game, especially in the 50v50, and it's you can be in and out in five minutes. Like, Yeah. And even if you go right to the end, it's 10 minutes max. Ten, yeah, maybe 15. But, yeah, it's not long. <laughs> Whereas 15 <laughs> minutes of just running in, in PUBG, and then you get shot on the back. Yeah, it's so infuriating, and that's the problem. You, it's the most. I just think it's a, just a stressful game. You're just there, especially when you're doing it. You're taking it seriously, and you're, you're playing with people that also take it seriously. And you're trying to, you, you know. I, I remember when I started playing it, like a couple of people I played with, they're calling out like um, coordinates, you know, like on the radar, like you know, yeah. two seventeen. Like where, where, where? Oh, oh I'm dead. You yeah. know, it's just like no, yeah. <laughs> it's too too hardcore. Yeah. I like games for to be games. <laughs> not, not serious life survival skills. Yeah. Put a lapo. <laughs> yep. Cardboard. Uh, yeah. I would rather be playing with cardboard than running into bushes. Yeah. Yep. Fair play. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I'll finish up with what I've been playing and then we'll get on with the question. Um, uh, yeah, Titanfall 2. Yeah, like I said, I... I uh, I think I start, started the campaign when it first came out, but then I got stuck into the multiplayer, so I didn't really touch the campaign after that. Because I always, I always struggle with multiplayer sort of games in the sense that, like, with Call of Duty and Timefall and things like that, I prefer, because I get stuck into the multiplayer straight away, I end up neglecting the campaign and then doing it, like, in a year's time, which is sort of what happened this week. Um, so, yeah, so I finished the campaign of Timefall 2, which was really good, actually. Like I said, for a sort of a bolt-on to a lot because obviously with a lot of these games now the single player is a bolt-on um obviously with call of duty the next one they sound like there's not even going to be a campaign in it um but it's really good it's like it's actually you know there's a really cool time travel level in it for anyone that's played it and remembers that it's really good that's amazing um yeah it's it was just really good i was sort of it's it's you know it's you know what's going to happen but it's a it's one of those games where yeah, you can see it coming, but it's just really good. You know, it's just just a really because I was talking to uh, Josh on Twitter about it uh, when I finished it, and it was and he was of the same opinion. It's just like, yeah, what, just a really good game. And like I said, it's um, it was I think a fiver digitally recently, and then I think even um, physically at the moment, you can every every place seems to be selling it for literally about five pounds at the moment. And even if you're not interested in the multiplayer, which seems to be a bit dead, um, it's just worth doing it for the. Uh, like I said, for the uh, the campaign, because like I said you get it's you know, I don't know about eight to ten hours, maybe not even that, but it's really worth it. Yeah, that's um, what I did. I just played the campaign. I actually really dislike yeah. the multiplayer, but I really really like the campaign. Yeah, and it's, it's it's a shame really the multiplayer sort of died off because I remember the first one being really cool, but I don't know the second one just didn't really have it going. I don't I don't I can't even understand what went wrong with the second game because like I said that they you thought that. They got they did really well with the first one and then or relatively well, you know, for a new IP and then the second one came along and then they didn't you know, sort of didn't really build upon it really. Um I suppose it's the same syndrome that's affecting Destiny too, really. Um um what else? Um yeah, and the last game that I played recently, which I've almost finished, is <laughs> I decided to randomly play Far Cry three Blood Dragon um on the Xbox One emulator. Um and that's just a really good laugh. Like I said, if you, I, because I've not been a fan of the the sort of late or the latest Far Cry games, I really love Far Cry Three, and I thought, oh, I've never played Blood Dragon. I've I've had it on my account, so I thought, let's let's play it again, um, or 
to play it for the first time, I should say. And it's just really cool. Like I said, it's obviously taking it's taking the piss out of all those old nineteen eighties action movies and and things like that. And it's it's you know it's silly, but a good silly. And like I said, it's not very long. I think I've done most of it now, and I've probably played about five six hours. Um, I've just, I've just noticed I had a week of playing really short games. That's probably why I've managed to play so many. <laughs> I was just picking deliberately short games without even knowing it. Um, but yeah, like I said, Blood Dragon again. It's now it's backwards compatible on the Xbox. It's just, it's easy to pick up and uh, really good fun to play. So nice. um, yeah, that's been my week. Um, right, okay. We'll we'll finish up with uh, question of the week. Um, in the notes, by the way, I've put Rach as well. I'll put the names by uh, who's going to say mm. what. <laughs> like so we try to do. Uh, well, yeah, it's, I've noticed. I think, Vader, you've been doing that, so I thought I'll follow suit. Um, right, so, yeah, question of the week. We asked, what game do you wish didn't have a sequel or sequels and why? Um, so, yeah, Rach, you want to start with the uh, the first response? Sure. So, God of Lore... The a- aka the lore hunter has said i guess i'm going to be the one to do this the souls games how dare he or she hey uh they say <laughs> not that dark souls 2 and 3 are bad games but their direct sequels are much weaker than their spiritual successors remind me of this if they ever make a bloodborne 2 how dare you so, to, <laughs> to put this in context uh sean or the lore hunter he actually has a blog he, he's a huge souls person so he's not criticizing <laughs> them i think he's trying to say is that, I know, I know. that, that yeah <clears throat> he's a good dude but i don't dislike him <laughs> oh no honestly i am i am just kidding i agree to your point um about two there's a lot of things two tried but um that, that didn't succeed but three is just oh so good um <laughs> <laughs> I noticed there's someone that's commented on this. Do you want me to? Yeah, go with the comment. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so fi- 50 Dexterity probably has replied um, <laughs> uh, saying, I enjoyed how Dark Souls 2 was, for the most part, its own game, as has become the general consensus around the community. I feel it would be way better received if it wasn't called Dark Souls 2. Wow. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let that let that sit for a minute, I think. <laughs> we we're all huge Souls fans around here. Um and there's been yeah. lots of discussions about where the games sit and which one's favourite. They're all my favourite children. Just the they're different. They're unique <laughs> yeah. in their own way. <laughs> um Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I love each and every one of them as well. I get really mad if, if anyone has anything bad to say about Dark Souls too, but like I, I admit it's it's just different. <laughs> it's it's Malcolm in the middle, isn't it? It's the it's the <laughs> the other one out. Yeah, on on here we have so many varied because it, we have a lot of hosts. We have a lot of varied opinions when it comes to souls and which ones which. Um, I know a lot of it. We a lot of us love Dark Souls three gameplay. A lot of us aren't very too keen on the way the law sits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. series, but. I, yeah, I love them all each for their own different merits, you know, so very good. But I can say... I adore Bloodborne, though. Yeah, yeah so do we. Yeah. We all do as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was actually Bloodborne that got me to start this podcast. 
Yeah, I wondered. Yeah, dark insight. The very first episode was basically me just talking about Bloodborne by myself. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and look where we are now. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Bloodborne tattoo, if you are interested. Oh, I have wow. A very cool. Hunter's Mark on nice. my ankle. Nice. That would have been my mm. guess. I would have guessed the Hunter's Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I got a big old... Then. It sounds Big like old a... amygdala. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 you not, do you not think, Charles, that uh, Rape sounds a very good candidate for um, Don't Give Up Skeleton then? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you need to go talk yeah. to Jeremy, JG Greer. Yeah. We'll, we'll at yep. you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what was I going to say? I can't remember now. <laughs> Nothing. Who's going to read the next one? Yeah. That's right. Region of Retweets at Sentinel Plus, good dude, and co-host of the fantastic Crushing Tiger Hidden Podcast and Monster Dear Monster, and maybe other ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Parasite Eve could have stopped at the first one and been fine as a standalone game. The series did not benefit from what Third Birthday brought to the table at the very least. I know of the series, but I don't know much about them, mm. so I have to take his word for it. Yeah. Mm. Well, are these similar to Resident Evil. Mm. Or sim, yeah. Similar time. I think they were in similar time in the period as well, isn't it? Hmm. Mm. Oh, well, next up is uh, Doctor Faust. Uh, Doctor Faust is dead. Uh, can't even say that word. Jeez. Ochamiden. <laughs> Close, uh, Orkamiden. Orkamiden, okay. It's a long O. Uh, I've <laughs> not even heard of this, to be honest. Um, he says, a downgrade in every sense of the word, added nothing new to new, and even removed mechanics. Also, it could be a quick and dirty DS release that capitalised on the good will of the original. Dishonorable mention to every Silent Hill after three as well. Yes, <laughs> even shattered memory. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, the game he's talking about is a sequel to that wolf game, the, the Japanese. I can't okay. Oh, right, okay. Yes. Another game that I've never actually played, so I can't really comment. I rage quit the intro. It took too long. <gasps> Don't rage quit. Hey. I can rage quit. Hey. I just can't rage quit. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um. The good doctor is not wrong. Yeah, the uh, I couldn't finish Okami then, like despite loving Okami. It was it just wasn't great. I mean, it was cute, but yeah, a downgrade. I think we've learned something. I didn't even know there was a sequel to this game. I didn't know. Neither <laughs> <laughs> did I. <laughs> right, cool. Um, right, actually talking of uh, Jeremy Greer a minute ago. Here he is, uh, Bloodborne Greer at JG Agree. Korea, even uh bionic commando rearmed 2 they made a big deal out of adding a jump to the game but the level design and bosses were considerably worse than the original definitely didn't need to be made um, yeah i don't play the first one so <laughs> yeah no, i agree yeah all right go for it rage me again okay uh medical master at uh oh gosh lt would you pronounce that LT? Sorry if I've yeah. butchered it. Uh, 78641. 
uh, says, seconding this, given, uh, especially given how good Rearmed 1 was. There you go. Just agreeing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't realise that was... <laughs> sorry, I'll kick, I'll yeah, kick back. Yeah, <laughs> And before I go on, Rach, never apologise. <laughs> <laughs> we just roll with the bad pronunciations. Oh, man. It's, oh, the amount of people that call me don't rack quit and I just, I can't, I can't, I just, oh, I hate it. So I feel like... It's it's real. I need to apologize. <laughs> Fair enough. But any bad pronunciation was made up for how you see it's miracle. Medical. Is, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> and people call me Vander all the time when they see Vader Vander. Vander. They just call me Vander. I was like, wait, how do you get the N? There is no N. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, 50, 50 dexterity, probably 99. At Dexterity. He changed his name because of guesting on this podcast because he admitted yeah, he that he's never actually got to 99 Dexterity before. <laughs> so we teased him about being a lie. Yeah. So he changed it to 50. Yeah, yeah he was 99 <laughs> Dexterity for such a long time and then he changed yeah. it to 50 Dexterity. <laughs> we, found a pl- we found a flaw in his name. Yep. <laughs> he's a lie. The game has yet to be released, but The Last of Us. This is an interesting one. I like that he kind of mm. uh, went for the future game. The Last of Us was a fantastic emotional story, albeit probably a bit overrated. And I struggle to think of a way that the upcoming sequel can hold a candle to it. I could absolutely be wrong, but I'm I'm a fair bit worried. Yeah, I think it's an interesting take. Like I think everyone's mm. excited for it, but that doesn't always mean it's a good thing. <laughs> so I think some, yeah apprehension let's be honest good. it's sony it's gonna be great it's gonna be yeah. awesome the way their um their track record for uh sony exclusives are going at the moment <laughs> yeah. yeah too right yeah yeah it's fair enough i guess it's good to be wary though and not get the get too far on the hype train because hype train leads to disappointment absolutely mm-hmm. no but he's right though because i think i think I share his uh, worry because I, I think I think you're right, there, Rage. I think it will be a really good game. It's Sony; they will do well. It's just it's one of those where you just don't want them to balls it up because of how good the first one is. You know, it's one of those where, you know, if it if it's not fantastic, it will be a oh, why did they bother with that then? Why didn't they just leave it at the first? So it's yeah, it's it's got a lot of pressure on it, but hopefully it'll kick on and do well. And the worst thing about it, not if it potentially it doesn't do that well, is the idiots on the internet going, they've ruined the first one. <laughs> yeah. No, they haven't. <laughs> that's what I, what, that's the, the very, worst thing. The first game haven't changed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, go, uh, Next up was Phil Holmes, uh, new funky mode at P. Holmes. <laughs> One, I think this is new. Uh, yeah, I've not seen this name before. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, he says, flashback, the original was so good, but the sequel, Fade to Black, was just a really mediocre 3D game. Mm. Yes. That's very right, true. I very do. I very do agree. <laughs> very do agree. <laughs> so you do agree so much, you very do, do it. <laughs> yeah um flashback was a fantastic game and yeah, yeah. fate of black was just a mediocre 3d game 
and mm. going from that 2D perspective of flashback to the 3D just didn't do the game any justice whatsoever. And flashback was a classic, classic yeah. game. Fade, yeah. Fade to Black was on the PS1, wasn't it? I think, if you remember. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. He is correct. Mm-hmm. Right, next. Uh, Michael, is it Preen? Or Pren? How do you place it? I can't remember. I'm going to say Pren. Apologies. Uh, at Michael Pren. Uh, Destiny 2. I would like I'd like to pretend that it didn't happen. Instead, Bungie gets memory wiped and placed in a remote facility far away from their <laughs> player base. There they can make another sci-fi shooter MMO without poisonous external expectations. <laughs> I totally agree with this with that on it, because I, I, I spent hundreds of hours in Destiny One, as broken as it was in some ways. Uh I really hyped for Destiny Two and it was just pure disappointment. It's just a shell of a game, unfortunately. And they seem to be really struggling. From I mean, I'm out of the loop now. I've, I've sort of cut all ties with Destiny, so I don't know what's going on with it now. But it seems to be that a lot of the fan base is really struggling with it still. Mm. So yeah, I, think, it's I reckon the 10-year uh, plan's down the toilet now. I think they've given up on yeah. it. Yeah, I just mm. the the problem is the sequel didn't feel like a sequel. It just felt like they just rehashed the you know. It's similar, I suppose it's similar to what happened with Battlefront as well. You know where they don't they don't really move things forward. They just sort of re, almost reskinned it and just made it a bit prettier. But then you know it it could have been just an expansion as opposed to a whole sequel. It's it's not groundbreaking enough, unfortunately, for what it's trying to achieve. And like you said about their play about the player base, he's just they've just not listened enough, I don't think, to what people really want. It's a real shame, but so be it. Mm-hmm. All right, next one, Rach. Um, tw- <laughs> sorry, the name made me laugh. Uh, tw- what I can assume. Oh, do you do you guys swear? Can I can I swear? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Twitter Hermit, uh, <laughs> which is uh, at Steps Vayu, uh, says, Call of Duty. I'm not one who outright hates the series, but think of all the cool ideas these three studios could work through if they weren't chained to a series so stuck in its way that they allegedly have to cut the story out just to make it on time. I wonder if that's a reference to uh, Black Ops 4? Perhaps? Yes. Or, yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah, it is. Yep. Um, I don't play a lot of Call of Duty, but um, wow, they just, yeah. Try something new, perhaps. I don't know. I know a lot of people that love Call of Duty, though, that are really looking forward to it, like, no matter what it is. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's a shame that, they, that they've, they felt they've had to cut the single player just to make it on time. But to be fair, the, the big Call of Duty fan base don't really care about the single player anyway they just no. want multiplayer so yeah I, yeah but i see where it's yeah. coming from though like if, imagine yeah, if they absolutely. spent those resources actually making something new and different yeah. like it would really shake up the games industry like if these big power studios actually use the creative bone for once instead of making the explosions look prettier <laughs> Cool guys don't look at explosions anyway. Exactly. Wasted. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Walk away. <Sorry. laughs> uh, my Sinclair at My Sinclair. Uh, 
Arc Act Razor. I don't know this game. Yeah. It just reminds me how much I wish they had actually given us a proper sequel and doing what they did got su- such a negative fan reaction that a true sequel was never getting greenlit. Know nothing about this. Me neither. Yeah. I think it's a SNES game, I think. Yeah, it is. SNES game. Uh, I don't know. Um, it looks a bit like um, Ghosts and Goblins, that sort of game. Oh, yep. Well, or Golden Axe, similar sort of look to that. Never played it, but <laughs> that's what it looks like. Looks looks sweet, though. Hmm. Like a whole <laughs> cent- centaur. Hmm. Sorry, Ooh. my we are bad. We failed <laughs> yeah, yeah. gaming. I don't know enough. <laughs> so the next one is um, God, Kara, Kara, yeah. Kara. Uh, it says White Knight Chronicles. That was one of those. Let's split one game into two things, and the first one was absolute garbage. <laughs> See, I played White Knight Chronicles one, and I was super excited for two but never got it. Mm. And it literally just ends halfway through the story. Like there's no like sort of ending for the first one. It kind of, you just get somewhere and then the game ends. I didn't Uh. think it was garbage, but I didn't have many games back then. I was, it was actually, yeah, I was while I was studying. I, so I didn't buy many games and I had that one. And it's one of the first online games I played because you could go on quests with people um, and do like hunts and stuff. See, I have no idea what happened in that story. It could have been done better. I agree. <laughs> right. Uh, next one is Martin Charlton at Mar Ten Charl Ten. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, a beautifully constructed game with a charming whimsy and nuance to the storytelling that the sequels never seem to understand. Um, agree. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that because I remember the Sands of Time being a real charming game. Uh, which you obviously said there, but the other was it Warrior Within, and wasn't there another one as well? It was three, wasn't there? Was it a trilogy? Yeah, there was two <laughs> more after. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they just never really they sort of went a bit too serious, from what I remember. Did, they um, went they went more hack and slash as well, didn't they? With the, yeah, with the Warrior one. Yeah, tried doing God of no. War or something. Yeah, shame really. Um, that's made me think why no one's mentioned uh, Dead Space yet. Hmm. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I was going to ignore myself. Yeah, because yes. <laughs> it reminded me of that where you know where where it ends up going so far the other way, and that's what Dead Space Three was. Uh, hmm. Okay. Uh, Rachel, next. Right. So I know this guy, <laughs> uh, Stuart Cullen uh, at Fury AC Three says Crackdown Two. Simple was just a waste. Should have been DLC or an update for the first. It was a weak sequel, and throwing zombies in was not the answer. Ended up more of a reskin, half arsed at that. Then the next step, and holding your breath for the third game, isn't isn't looking good either. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't played Crackdown too. Doesn't sound like I'm missing much. <laughs> no. I thought the third one looked pretty fun though. Yeah, it's been delayed already. It's a bit of a yeah, worry. Yeah. All, all like the big stuff about like the um obviously the um city destruction city destruction all that stuff that's all 
a lot of that's coming out, isn't it? So it's Oh, like... I thought that was its whole thing. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good old Xbox, overpromising, under delivering. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I well. hate Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> <Let it out. laughs> to be fair, I know of a PlayStation exclusive game that did the same thing. No, that was that was way better. That was way better. <laughs> that actually kept my attention for quite a while. Yeah, they did. They definitely fixed that at least. So maybe see if these will get a bit of TLC as well soon. No, but yeah, on release, No Man's Sky kept my attention, and I, it was actually some gameplay in there. Whereas see if these, there's no gameplay. Yeah. Sorry, I really dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> anyway, Dylan at Piffity Landilin. Dylan, I can't speak. Uh, I'm done. Fable. I was a massive fan of the first title and its expansion. It did a great job at establishing mythology and creating a game space that felt vibrant and filled with secrets. The sequel introduced guns and other mechanics that, to me, rubbed against the charm of the original. I'm just going to agree. And then we don't talk about the third one. (laughs) (laughs) No. Is it that bad? I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I didn't like the first one, but... (laughs) I loved it too. Uh, loved too. Um, yeah. But yeah. What did you like about it though? Was it, the, did the guns, were they? What you know you... what? I think because I didn't play one. Yeah. I think that's why I loved two so much. Oh, you never played it? No, I, di- I didn't play number one, no. Oh. Hmm. There you go. There fair, I go. Fair enough answer. but no um yeah fable 2 it just was uh at the time again like you said before was a student or not a student i was in school i believe didn't have a lot of games and i was like i just got so deep into fable 2 and got obsessed with like oh what happens if i'm good here what happens if i'm bad here um it was the first real game for me i mean i never had mass effect I i didn't play that until recently um, first game that had decisions, so I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think I came to Fable way too late, um, and it was, um, and I prefer my Japanese RPGs, and so to have the the Western RPGs, I find quite lacking and more mm. superficial than you get in the Japanese ones. Mm. I don't think they've aged particularly well. That's the problem. I think if you'd played them near the time, I think mm. you'd appreciate them more. But yeah, I can see now they're a bit, yeah, showing their age. They're a bit, I suppose to be fair, they're a bit simple as well, which for a lot of people isn't what they want them for. But shame we won't have the new one. I it, was, was, it was going to be Fable Legends, wasn't it? Yeah, I always find mm-hmm. it weird. I think from memory, Fable, I had a real, real trouble with some like troll or rock thingy that I took ages to kill. But then the final boss I one-shotted. Like, it was, like, super simple. Like, it was... Um, I find it weird that there's monsters in the world that are tougher than the final boss. <laughs> Reminds me of Dark Souls 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. So that was the uh, question of the week. So uh, we're at the end now. 
That's been a long old talk. Sorry. <laughs> We've been talking for a while, <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> That's good though. We've had plenty to talk about. You know, we've had we've had special guests like Rach and, and Cliff as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it is now? I come under a special guest. Special guest. <laughs> guest of See you in a few months, guys. <laughs> it's been awesome. Um, and yeah, and thank you, Rach, for joining us on the show. It's been fantastic having you on as well. Um, so uh, we'll just do the admin side of things and then we'll wrap up so um yeah thanks for listening uh you can check us out on darkinsight.net uh you can find us on twitter at uh, dark dark insight pod i believe at mm-hmm. <laughs> dark insight pod <laughs> uh anywhere else we can you can find us itunes uh, another place iTunes, uh, and also, uh you yeah. can now find us on spotify well. ah yes we're on spotify we now as well in a proof of spotify so you can find us on there now whoop, whoop. Um, and all your other good podcasting services. Absolutely. But and, not the bad um, ones. Not the bad ones. <laughs> Forget them. <laughs> but you Absolutely. can find it on iTunes, so... The best. Their yep. podcast app's gone to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works. It does. Uh, I've given yeah. up on it. I've, I've gone back to using Overcast. I've found it's just lately it's become buggy and slow and horrible, so I've gone back to using Overcast. But yes, I don't cool. know. Cool. <laughs> <That's laughs> um, and yeah, Rach, so plug what you do. Where can people find you on the internet and Twitch and such like? Uh, firstly, just before I forget, thank you so much for having me. Um, I had fun. But yeah, everyone, my name is Rach. I stream on Twitch at Don't Rach Quit. Um, and if you fancy checking out my, my work, I, I work at um, a YouTube channel called What Culture Gaming. Yeah, check them out. Nice bunch of guys. Uh, but yeah. Cool. cool. Thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> uh, Vader, your turn. Uh, VaderVanOden.com. I have a terrible website uh, where I keep all the things I do. Uh, mostly it's uh, YouTube stuff with my son and other podcasts and stuff. But it's all in one place. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> I've failed this time. It's fine, mate. I've had a bad episode. <laughs> Sorry, Rach. I let you down. Um, it's okay. That's me. Cool. Cliff. Um, at Decrepit Gaming on Twitter. At Decrepit... Well, not at. Decrepit Gaming on YouTube. And obviously you can get me uh, on email at uh, cliff at darkinsight.net. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaBadger7, number seven. Uh, you can find me on shows like Monster Dear Monster if you like monsters. And you can find me on Realm and Ruin if you like Warhammer. Um, yeah. And that's the end of the show. Excellent. Uh, thanks very much for listening. This has been Dark Insight episode 92. Bye for now. Ta-ta. Already asleep. I've <laughs> <sighs> been a right old miss this episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Death is good.
First silence, Rach. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs>